myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Monday, February the 20th. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank everybody for tapping that thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribing so you can chat with the boys and myself and a five-star review wherever you are listening. Please and thank you. Speaking of the boys, Scoob's in the house. How are we feeling, Scoob? I'm not too happy. Uh-oh. Flew out to Los Angeles. Russell Westbrook asked me, hey, man, can you help me move? Got a, got a big trip coming up. Going to be sw switching teams. Get all the stuff moved out of the house. It's in the street. And then he says, hey, man, I'm signing with the Clippers. Can you help me move it back in? Yeah, sure, dude, I will. Yeah, so I just got back from that. I just landed 30 minutes ago. I mean, you're a good pal. I think it's fair to say you're a good friend. Said, but uh, Said I'm his best friend, his best. You, <laughs> you got to be. Because I know I need some details. Like, where are we moving this to, Russell, uh, before we get to that? The McMahon's in the house. How are we feeling, McMahon? I mean, I, nothing nothing nearly that dire by any means. I'll never move again, as I've proclaimed many times on this show. Uh, but it it's upsetting me. People are complaining about the All-Star game. The Celtics, it's the best all-star game the Celtics have ever had. And it's like, what? I had a grand old time watching watching the Jays just go at it one-on-one -on -one for four quarters. I don't know why everyone else thought it was so bad. No defense. Where's the damn defense, Scoob? Uh, listen, Tatum was getting cooked. I don't know what. Yeah, he was. <laughs> what, my man with half a face. I couldn't even see. I couldn't even see straight. Uh, the pictures of all the guys just standing on the side watching them play one-on-one. -on -one, that's a tough look. I mean, it's cool. It's It, it makes you say, like, just have a one-on-one -on -one contest if this is what we're going to do, you know? Yeah. We did. I feel like we just did. But uh, <laughs> I, I guess we should talk about NBA All-Star Weekend. I, I said, can, can we start at the beginning? Like, Friday now you just give me like the i guess the schedule of things mm -hmm. my first question does it need to be three days no does this need to be a friday saturday and also sunday kind uh, of thing i kind of i don't i don't like i don't hate it you know but... a ringing endorsement <laughs> what's friday friday's the celebrity game and rookie sophomore or whatever yes. rookie sophomore is called now yeah right rising stars uh, and sure. celebrity game. I think just make it Saturday, Sunday. Like, I get why they have it. They want to have a whole weekend of it. They want to have their whole block. But why not just have it start in the morning? Celebrity All-Star game wakes us up. Then you do the Rising Star. Then you do the other stuff. To turn into a whole day, you know? Or even have Rising Stars before All-Stars. Like, turn it into something like that. Because the celebrity and the rising star does sort of get forgotten on Friday. Yeah, which is, like, I agree. It's like either do it Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday seems to make the, like, I feel like a lot of people get there Friday. Can you just, like, split those up? Can the celebrity game go Saturday night and then the rising stars, like Scoob said, go, like, before the all-star game or something along those lines? It just doesn't feel like we need three days of this. It's like the... <laughs> The solution to fixing the Pro Bowl was to take away football, but make it four days long. It started on <laughs> Wednesday. So, 
my first question was that. Uh, anybody watch the Celebrity Game, the Rising Stars game? Um, not really. I I tuned in at the end. I saw Giannis call a a half court press and uh, to to get a steal there at the the mid court. So that was that was very funny. But uh, real ball. A lot too many alley oops. Too many people trying to throw alley oops to like. S- tiktokers and youtubers like they're not gonna they're not gonna yam it they're not gonna dunk it home what are you thinking that's that's specifically jay cole's fault no one was trying to dunk in that game until he showed up i wish they'd stop maybe you should just stop showing up uh yeah because we have no idea how event planning works neither does the nba is what i is what i've learned from this weekend because yes saturday night was the three-point contest and the the skills challenge, the skills challenge, man. Can we come on, uh, Scoob? You want to speak for Team Antetokounmpo? I didn't watch the skills challenge. I li- I thought the old skills challenge was fun. It was fine. You know, you'd have the the guys would do their lap and stuff. It's just goofy though. That's like YMCA shit. I don't I don't really feel the need for that. What's goofy is Team Antetokounmpo uh, stealing Drew Holiday from his own band of NBA playing brothers. <laughs> And then throwing up a goose egg. No points for Team Antetokounmpo the whole the whole show. They whole f- contest. Focused on some other stuff. Giannis announced he's going to be getting into coaching soon. So This was his first successful GM venture. So maybe he's turning things around. Uh, my only gripe for the Rising Star, they, I think it was the one they had 21 Savage and Fat Joe introduce. I was like, what's the demographic? Looking back was like 26 <laughs> years. You know what I mean? Like, what What do the people, what do the fans know Fat Joe for? I, I'll be honest. The Fat Joe's been looming over this NBA season, and I, I think we're the only people talking about it. Eddie House is wearing <laughs> a terror squad chain on Celtics uh, pregame, postgame, and whatever the halftime show is. And I guess I haven't been paying close attention. He's been doing this all, like, not all year season, but all calendar year. And it's like, what? Where is that? Where did he get a Terror Squad chain from? Like, not even, like, a top five recognizable rap group chain. But the, when I, when I saw it, just, like, it couldn't be anything else. It just couldn't. And someone was like, oh, yeah, he's he's married to Mike oh, Bibby's yeah. sister, which I remember. <laughs> sure. Because they used to go at it in the playoffs. But that doesn't explain anything. Like that, that doesn't ask more questions. <laughs> Again, I told you he's just a big fan of true shooting, man. This is the uh, the <laughs> the Hollinger chain. But yeah, why? What if more assistant coach? Wait, is he assistant coach? You said, or he no, just he's, there? He's on the he's on the uh, the the pre and post game show on NBC Boston. And they let him wear that. You gonna tell him to take it off? He's also yeah. remote. He's never in studio, so I don't oh, know well that you can. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't tell him anything. Take it off, Eddie. No. Okay, <laughs> we're live and fire. Um, I really yeah, can't the, escape Fat yeah. Joe. He's every podcast I listen to. He's been a guest on it. I think he had a book come out, so he's doing a. He did. Yeah, he's doing a tour for the book. Y'all reading the Fat Joe book? No, no, I'm not. I don't think there's anything Fat Joe could teach me. Maybe um, there is. I, honestly, that's probably false. There's probably something I would learn in there, but 
He's gonna teach it to me verbally. I'm not reading a fat Joe book. I was I how a non-black man got away with saying the n-word for over 20 years, and he just gets more and more famous. I wouldn't read about it, but if he answers that, I might read like the back, the leaflet. Uh, that's New on York. the book. That's that's <laughs> that's New York. Um, I see he's not here. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> He's hand, he got an R.J. Barrett size mess to uh, oh, yeah. tend to. Chad, if you guys haven't seen it, R.J. Barrett's likes. Oh, there was something in there. Yeah, something in there. He's, he's, he's liking some stuff. I don't know what it is, but either let him cook or lock him away. That's Brazilian, really how it is. Brazilian porno. Brazilian porno. Let him cook. Uh, team pass. <laughs> <laughs> this man beat the charge. Uh yeah, he did. <laughs> the rising star. Yeah, the rising star. I don't. I see. Like they switched the form. It's two games. It's three teams. It's a three. No, it's four teams. The, the winners. You play a game to forty. Game to forty, and the winners play to twenty-five. And it's like I see the vision, but it's like by the time guys kind of start get warming up, warmed up, the game's over. You got thirty-eight points, and the, and the. <laughs> Game's over, but I didn't hate that. Did did we watch the three point contest? I heard yeah, it. I, a lot of clunks when Tyler Hero went up. Hey, I don't know that I've seen the ball less than this All Star weekend. That's why I'm so down <laughs> on it. I'm I'm usually I'm usually nails in one area minimum, and I was just way off. Like Tyler Harrow, uh, I hey, come on. I couldn't, under- <laughs> I couldn't understand why he was like he was like he had the second worst odds, right? I those they were updated where he still wasn't the favorite. He was like fourth, like right in the middle. Yeah, so it was like I don't know, like he especially him, like he's got good form for it. I didn't see Halliburton putting up a record amount in the first round. I never saw that happening. <laughs> and then Hero was just like, I, I think Bomani said it. He was like, Tyler Hero wants to make sure these people never get the assumption that he wants to play in front of them. Like, he never wants that Herder to too. be a thought. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they agree. It was, like, it was like, Lori, man, we like you. You're a nice guy. But uh, no, we don't want anybody to even think this. And... Yeah, Dame put on the the Utah or excuse me the Weber State jersey. I said this man will not run. He running into the pass versus running away from the grind. <laughs> That's where we at with it. The three point. I mean, it was fine. The only thing else, the the skills challenge to start the night. If you're gonna have it at all, it can't start the night. Like you're starting the night on a dud, which feels like less than zero. So, I, scrap it if you if it's gonna be this current form then i just don't know i saw weirdly enough someone retweeted bill simmons onto my timeline i thought he had a rare good take he was like the the skills competition feels like a placeholder for a better idea that never came and i don't disagree with that like it feels like they're like we need a skills contest and then that was the end of the meeting (laughs) right yeah it's been eight years now (laughs) yeah they haven't even come close like i the old one used to be fine like you'd start in one corner, throw a bounce pass, run really fast, hit a layup, and then you'd do another pass in a basket, come back down and hit a three. Like that was the whole thing, and that was fine. They didn't really need to do whatever they've done to it. 
I said they got to get a lethal shooter out there. <laughs> One of the uh, rim full of nails, razor blades. Let's see like, who really, who can really pass it through the hoop, man. Who's really, who can float it over a, a Rudy Gobert with a machete? He can stab the ball. It's all fair play uh, in this All Star game. It's a crazed chimpanzee that doesn't like loud noises. He's in an arena full of people. <laughs> can you outshoot him? Or no. <laughs> But I feel like three-point contest was fine. Stars still do this? Like, nobody's ashamed of losing in the three-point contest? Mm -hmm. Like, Dame did it one and said, pretty much said he's retiring, like, either way, which I can respect. He's like, if I lose, I've been here three times and I didn't win it. I tried. And if I win, I'll never win again. So I'm out. I tried. <laughs> so respect that. Did we watch the dunk contest, boys? I did. I did. Uh, Jericho Sims set the city of New set the city of New York back to the 1980s. Uh, that, those dunks were the worst dunks I've ever seen since Flight White. Like, since Flight hey. White. I, I gotta hey, say, I've been ten minutes in, man. I, I'm just getting uh, Sonny Corleone <laughs> over here. I gotta say it. I gotta say it. I'll say the thing for Flight White, which I didn't realize. He didn't get to be in the NBA dunk contest. He was 31 yeah, because they weren't, letting, they weren't letting non-NBA players in for obvious reasons. Now McClung gets to walk in. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I gotta, but, yeah. Let me see if I can find the tweet because I got to shout out the guy who just absolutely wanted nothing to do with any Tyler or uh, Mac McClung praise. He was oh, not wow. having it. He was, I think it was a little bump stop. <laughs> uh, Brian J. NBA. Uh, you call uh, yourself a Mac. Oh, if there's another one, I need to see that, <laughs> that too. But if you call yourself a Mac McClung fan, you should be contractually forced to watch any 10 random Texas, 10, Texas Tech games he had. One of the least enjoyable college basketball players of the last decade. Like He, he, he was bringing up his bounce passes in the dunk contest. He was like, this guy... Bad at help defense, let me tell you. Travel. Travel. <laughs> he didn't even dribble. Going to that jump. Uh, going to that dunk. You didn't like the Jericho Sims action school? So, so he goes up there. He does the dunk. He puts two hands in the rim. And it's very quiet crowd. No reaction. He doesn't. Gets it off. That was tough. Doesn't really get a good score for it, right? And then he goes up there. What does he do? He does it with one hand. And then he fucks up grabbing the envelope so he can't do what he actually wanted to do. Then when he tears open the envelope, he almost rips it in half so he's holding up just a zero, which is what he deserved. Hey. It was dead he in that crowd on that second one. Carl, Carl Malone almost got up and walked out, which is what he should have done in the first place. He should have been escorted out. Yeah. Um, Nasty. Too much Carl Malone. That was the one thing I hated about it. Too much Carl Malone. I said, and it was a thing Bomani said as well. It's like if he's not there, then you have to explain why he's not there. And the NBA, <laughs> then the NBA really didn't want to do that. The thing I'll say to that is, I just wonder, like in his, where Bomani was talking about it was on his show, and he like revealed to the crowd about. Carmel allegedly getting a 13-year-old girl pregnant while he was in college. And the crowd gasped. So I was like, I wonder how many people that aren't criminally online know that. Because when would it come up? Carl Malone's never anywhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wouldn't come up. And the son played in the NFL. And I feel like it came up when they were like, 
yeah, Carl Malone's his dad. He was a deadbeat. That was kind of the end of it. Nobody talked about the much worse part of that. <laughs> so legit, I was like, how many people that aren't like everybody online knows it's it's all most people online know about Carl Malone. Fine with it. Mm -hmm. But how many people offline really know about it? But either way, he it's one thing to have him there. And it's another thing to bring him out on stage with Kareem and LeBron and have him dud, uh, judge the dunk contest and shit like that. And thank goodness they had John Stockton there, a more, a more sensible, more sensible minded gentleman. I yeah, like Robert said, every just... time you find out people don't know, it's like we're flabbergasted because we've known it for so long. But I legit just don't know how many people not online know it. Uh, who's ain't going? If if it if they if you if the Jazz were like we can't have either of our franchises two best players here, our third best players playing in the game, and Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert is somewhere else, and people hate him too. So do they just have like Antoine Big Dog Carr and like Greg Ostertag sitting in those seats? Like that would have been better for sure. They had a man named Doctor Duncanstein, Daryl Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> they could have just brought out Dr. Duncanstein. So, yeah, failure on the NBA's part there. And then this McClung business. Listen, he, the right person won, to be clear. They was throwing 50 around a little too liberally for me. A little too liberally for, for this man. They keep using the phrase, save the dunk contest, a little too much. Yeah. What are we saving here? It's the same thing every year. It always has been. Every year, someone's saving the thing. Well, my thing one, I think you have to change the scale. Like you can't, you can't judge a dunk lower than a six. So that just doesn't give you enough room for a variance. It should be zero to ten. It's like, hey, we that really wasn't that good. Because <laughs> like even if, nobody's giving straight sixes, so even a bad a bad dunk is gonna get like a thirty nine. Not enough there's not enough gap between 39 as a bad dunk and 50 as literal perfection. Right. So I think they need to change that. I don't think it helps when Kenny Smith and Draymond are just shitting on every single dunk. Right. And I this one like this dunk contest in particular, it's like these weren't hard. We got a lot of good dunks. Mm -hmm. Non-Jericho Sims edition. I don't think there was a bad dunk. Yeah, there there weren't that many failures. A lot of years, there's a lot of failures, takes a lot of tries. A lot of guys were like first, second, third try, boom, cool dunk. They didn't have to go and do like a backup dunk, you know? Right. Like we, I think they had it's a minute and a half, minute, 15 seconds. I don't think anybody even got down to like 30 seconds. Mm -mm. Like guys were right. getting like pretty in and out. So was good there, but then Carl Malone giving like 44 for like every single dunk. Draymond and Kenny's like, ah, that wasn't really that impressive. You see Trey Murphy flying through the air, just limbs <laughs> kicking all sorts of way. And they're like, ah, that's a that's a decent dunk. And Reggie Miller trying Reggie Miller's like, has either of you guys ever looked down into the rim? They ain't have an answer for him. They didn't have an answer for him. They was like, listen, the thing, but you have to consider, uh, I'm a defender. And Reggie kind of cooked their ass. Now McClung, Draymond. He's a <laughs> Draymond had the worst true take of the weekend. He said none of uh -oh. these guys are accomplished as me except for LeBron, and it was just like, all right, here we go, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> it's tough because Draymond's good. he's really good at that, but there's times where he's, I was like, why? How did LeBron come up here? 
Like how? Uh, yeah. Me and him are the same guy. Everyone knows it. Yeah. yeah. It's uh <laughs> I mean, with the way uh Joker played, but we'll we'll get to that. Not not an all-star game guy. No. My, <laughs> it was his birthday. Come on, you can't expect him to not fly. a birthday guy either. <laughs> not, no. <laughs> I don't even he think he should have 86 points last night. The <laughs> birthday all-star multiplier. I don't even think he knew it was his birthday. Like they they said, like, hey, it's the Joker's birthday. It's his birthday. And he he like looked around and he's like what really? He, he tapped Luke on the show. Happy birthday, man! <laughs> Twenty-five, man. How about that? Uh, I think the, the best part of All Star Weekend, though, for me was uh, Shaq and Chuck being on hot mics pretty much at all times. I don't even think they knew they were on a hot hot mic at some points. Like their mic was playing over other mics. They were just threatening each other. It should. That was the All Star draft. We'll get to the draft. Uh, Shaq and Chuck did definitely save. A good bit of the the broadcasting portion. My two things on the All Star game. The last like champion to come back was Zach Levine. That was twenty sixteen. So it's like, how are we building any year to year intrigue? Nobody's coming back to defend the title. Hmm. The last All Star to do it, the year they were All Star was twenty seventeen. Does anybody know who it is? They competed, not one, but the last person that competed in the dunk contest. The Paul year George. they were All Star, not Paul George. 2017. Scooby, got a guess? It's gonna say Dame Dwight Howard, DeAndre Jordan. Ooh, I was close. Oh. Close. <laughs> um, tall guy. So like, close. Yeah, tall guy. Uh, future Taiwan player. Um, oh, they were going in on Dwight Howard. Shaq was going in. <laughs> it's been like 15 years, man. <laughs> He was like, he instantly was like, hey, he's three and one in Taiwan. And they were all like, Shaq, why do you know his record in Taiwan? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know who Rui Hachimura is. But you know Did how many minutes a game? To Rui uh, I saw the one to Rudy. Uh, yes, that's <laughs> I'm familiar with your game, uh, Rudy Hachimura. So, so there's that. Um, and I'd should there be change? Was the dunk contest saved? Should there be any changes? Because like coming in, I know Coley and I were low on McClung because like hey, typically the only dunk guy had not done well. Now again, James White White was thirty eight. He was on death's door. <laughs> he'll be over, every time I mention this day, he'll be older. Just for a heads up. Um, but they asked John ja Morant. Jaws like I'm definitely not do it, doing it. And the was like I'm definitely not doing it. A star would help, but I don't I don't think it's star power, right? Like one of the best ones we had was Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. Neither one of those guys, like Levine got a couple of all-star games, but neither one of those guys is household name. Right, especially at that point. They were right. Uh, and Aaron Gordon still is not, though he's having a good season. Um yeah, I this is one of the few things I think LeBron gets blamed for too much. I do think he should get a hundred percent of the blame for this. He never did it. And it's to the point where it's like, I think that kind of is when it started. You know what I mean? Like other mm. guys were like, well, if he's not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. And that's like ja Zion said he wants to do it next year, which I like, I can't imagine a worse idea. I just can't. Well, even that's what Josh said he wanted to do it. LeBron one year was like, oh, I'm going to do it next year. And nobody ever does it. So. Right. That was when he was in Miami, right? It 
my, they said the yeah, well, I think they said oh nine oh ten, so around there might have been. And yeah, they don't do it, so I, I feel like we kind of just have to get off that. If the stars don't want to do it, you're just not going to be able to. Like I think Mac McClung got a hundred thousand dollars, which is great <laughs> for Mac McClung, but John Morant not rolling out of bed for that. So unless yeah. you're going to really raise the stakes there, I'm less concerned about the stars if they're just not going to do it. I was like, I saw CBS had an idea, basically like four teams of four dunkers. Everybody does the best dunk you have. So like, would John Morant do it if he has to come up with four dunks? Probably not. If he knew he had to do just one, maybe. So it's like four different teams, four dunkers. Everybody does their best dunk. You still like best individual one wins. But it's like, hey, ain't no saving your best dunk for round two or three. Like, bring it out now. So I don't hate that. I don't hate. I was just thinking, like, if you're going to have four, like, could it be a, like, one rookie, one non-NBA guy, the defending champion, whoever it may be, and then maybe you get one all-star guy. Because, again, I don't, this, I feel like the dunk contest was the highlight of the weekend to non-Celtics fans. Like, it was a good contest. People, it's like, yeah, it was good. It was like they had to reluctantly admit it was a good dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Even if McClungovich wouldn't have, uh... <laughs> I think Mikhail McClungovich. There's been a good dunk contest probably every four years on average since mid 2000s. Because I mean, people people would be like, "Oh no, this is a recent problem." Fred Jones went on a layup, a layup. Like that's a thing that happened. The white get two, depending ago. on who you ask. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nate Robinson won what four, three or four? Three, I, like I think it, it was three and four years. I think. Yeah. So it's just like. I think fixing it gets a little overblown. I do think the quality of player needs to be upped no matter what. I think it should be like guys who are sneaker free agents get uh, a contract. You know what I mean? Like you will get a signature line if you win the dunk contest. Or if you have a signature line like John Morant, we will take it away if you do not participate in the dunk contest. Hey, Joe, he just played without feet, man. He likes to grind. Um yeah. yeah, people. I saw Aaron said uh, they tried the John Wall. That was like the dunker wheel. That was, that was awesome. terrible. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like these guys come in with a your ace dunk. Uh, what were you saying, Scoop? I, I think you just have to the the defending champ has to come back. You got to build that continuity, and then like Coley said, you got to have stars. You got to actually have people want to see. Like no one's coming out to see Jericho Sims. Like. All is fence to Jericho Sims. No one's coming out to the dunk contest to see Jericho Sims. Like when well, he said, I was seeing Jericho Sims. <laughs> when he did those dunks, when he hit the ground, you could hear everyone in the building be like, okay, now who is that guy that they just let dunk? I don't know why they let him dunk. <laughs> I was like, are they going to put who's a that height nice limit on him? Yeah, who's, a, who's that starling uh, young lad flying through the air? I will say every time like either Sims or Murphy did a good dunk, it was another thing Draymond and Kenny was like, oh, he's just too tall. I was like, well, if, if the tall guys are gonna be like penalized no matter what, should you should there be a height limit on this? Mm-hmm. Six six and under six seven and under? I don't, I don't like I don't agree with it, but if everything they like Trey Murphy was doing some sick stuff and they were like, Yeah, yeah. but he's tall. Josh like, the Smith Sims was dunk, six, the first nine. one was good. Yeah. And he was a monster at the dunk contest. So it was like and then I think some of it is like I do think the judges need to be held accountable too because J.R. Smith had some unbelievable dunks in the two dunks he had when he was with New Orleans. Now, I think he got penalized because A, he got, 
I know the behind the back one, which had never been done up to that point. He got on his second try, I'm pretty sure. Mm. And what also hurt was he wasn't the only New Orleans Hornet involved in that dunk contest. Chris Birdman Anderson was. And they were both wearing the same color jersey. And Chris Birdman Anderson took 45 minutes to try and throw it off the goddamn scoreboard. Didn't come close one time. And I think that's when people really started hating the dunk contest. It's Chris Birdman Anderson. Yeah, I remember that one. That was awful. Awful. Oh, yeah, we'll never forget it. And it was at a certain point, they were like, man, they got to change. The Somebody has to step in, man. Uh, it's like, we see what you're trying to do. It's not working. And he's like, no, I'm I'm going to get it done. I think after, was that like the next year they had the, I think it was three yeah. attempts or a minute? Too late, but. Well, I think it was three attempts and then a minute. Like, all right, if you don't get it on these first three, the, the clock starts, pal. <laughs> I mean, that was yeah, Nate Robinson tried it a hundred times in one of those before he got it right. It got it right, but it definitely does take some of the appeal out of it. So I feel like the timing, I don't have too many gripes for. I just don't, in what way do you get that more star power? How do you get guys to want to do it? I just don't know if you can. There needs to be a fan they can dunk on because Anthony Edwards says he won't do it if he can't dunk on someone. I'll stand under the rim and let him dunk. I don't care. You go bear in there. Uh, I was like, would it be better to get an actual NBA player in there trying to block it or just a random fan? Like, it, hey, this guy added you and said you stink, Ant-Man. Uh, meet him at the rim and find out. Settle it for once and for all. Yeah, you'd just be worried about injuries, right? But I don't know. Do people really yeah, get there's... hurt in the dunk contest? You, you can't say that and then John Rant doing 360s from the free throw line in the... Uh... <laughs> Game is like, oh, I'm trying to save my body. LeBron hurt his uh -huh. hand. He had to go out for a hand injury. They were they were diagnosing which dunk did it. Uh, Draymond said he'd give him his hand right off his wrist. <laughs> right then and there, if they had a doctor in the house. It's also like, I see in this article, like I mentioned, like Jordan and Dominique. I think it's just a different era, man. We have to just stop comparing on the whole. It's just, it just doesn't mean the same to these guys as it did. Then. Dominique did it like four straight years. Was like I'm getting I'm getting one of these. <laughs> Jordan it wasn't quite Jordan yet, of course, but still Michael. He was still like All Star, All NBA, doing two or three of these. I think Lost came back and won, and then he was out. So again, it's not to shit on McClung. Like he should be back next year. Again, I think any whether it's like Glenn Robson the third or Hamadou, Derek Jones Jr. Not big names per se, but if you won, I think you should have the right to defend your crown if you're trying to create any kind of like year to year what are we looking forward to and I mean, yeah milwaukee's I getting next year yes joe green i think part of it too it's like you almost need to explain some of these like and i know mm -hmm. you can't do that but joe green took off his shoes dunked in socks off the vert and did a windmill like one of the most impressive things I've ever seen a human do. And I think he got like a 38. So it's like, what, what's the incentive if the judges are going to be dickheads and not Jer Joe Green blew out the birthday candle and he had to point up to be like, no, look what I did. Look, look up at the screen on the replay. Cause even McClung on the, the one where, and that was one thing I appreciate about McClung. He didn't save his best dunks. Right. He was like, I need to get these right now. So when he jumped over everyone and flight white was hating immediately, uh, he was right to do it. <laughs> he was wrong. He didn't push. I thought he pushed off too. He didn't push off. No, he for sure didn't. Yeah. 
which is crazy, but him tapping the backboard and then dunking it, like you couldn't see that until you watched the replay. So it's, I do think the judging needs to be overhauled as much as the contest itself. You know, I was to be clear, I was Fly White was right to hate because somebody posted one where he (laughs) he took off like foot on the free throw line, but dunked it comfortably with two hands. He was like, they gave me eights on this dunk, by the way. So it's like, what? That happened to Josh Smith. Josh Smith went, he's the first person I've seen actually be behind the free throw line, but he put down that stupid fucking piece of tape from like the three point line. (laughs) So everyone was like, well, you didn't do that. So you get a five, but he's like, I windmilled from behind the free throw line. No one's ever done this before. Tell to someone who cares. It was Dwight and Jameer Nelson. Dwight came out and put the sticker like way up above the square. (laughs) <laughs> it's like oh my god is he gonna like dun- or bounce it off of there i think he like slapped it with his hand they were like that's it yeah that's... so it's like you can't set up what you're gonna do you can't explain what you're gonna do you just have to hope people see it and you're asking a lot of people like again they kenny smith and they'll see it and point it out on the recap but i don't know what those all-star like with the replays the people in crowd are getting, they'll get it like four minutes later. Next guy's dunking. They're like, oh, McClung tapped it off the backboard too. So I don't know. Also, should there be some sort of, I don't know how they do it, but a fan, like should a, a fan vote account as a judge? Like, like American Idol style? More or less like, yeah, this, the poll's open right now. That would take, vote, oh, whatever. Well, they could do it while a music performance is going on. They could do that. I would say, there was nothing rushed about this weekend at all. So I feel like they'd have plenty of time to do literally anything that they would have wanted. Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, I would like to see what I, the fans think. I think to Scoob's point, crowd reaction should almost be that vote. Like when mm. when everyone's going crazy, that's probably a nine or a ten. When it's crickets. When Jericho Sims is uh, doing his uh, textbook two-handed lay-in, but yeah, that should probably not get a high score. Yeah, man, like a decibel uh, level or something. Like, I feel like there's some way to measure that. It's like, okay, like, what did y'all think? If they really go crazy, then that's an eight point seven or eight. What I mean, the scores they were doing were forty-nine point, whatever. I think maybe Greg said, limit no, we maybe like a a voting system in for just the people in the arena because someone in chat says you could mm. probably manipulate an outside vote, so maybe just an in the arena vote and maybe don't have it count specifically because that, that could screw stuff up. Well, I was gonna say I kind of want to manipulate everybody. Just agrees no Sims. We like that. <laughs> <laughs> we we like that. he doesn't complete a single uh, dunk. He just puts. Every single dunk, he puts a different appendage inside the rim, um, and they get it that way. I was looking. Yeah, Greg, the players that, like, if the players are going crazy over something, that feels like a decent indicator. Like, maybe they, right. if the guys that can kind of do this stuff are like, oh, that's incredible. Should it be like a active live Siakam in the camcorder? Mm-hmm. He just gathers with the guys, and we're like, we think that's a 9.2 or something mm-hmm. like Something basically, I'm just trying to get the Carl Malone vote out, but even before that, it was like Dwayne Wade was like looking at he's like, What can I do to dick over Aaron Gordon? Seven, so <laughs> some and also Aaron Gordon wants to do it and he's laughed at for wanting to do like it's he can't win. Well, it's it's because he's attaching, I have to be in the all star game if you want me to do it. That's a little silly, 
with the tight with the all-star game we just saw, he would have been even better there. Yeah. Who better to just run and catch oops? So that's all I got for the dunk contest. Now for the unless there's any more for the uh, for the actual game. It's if if we can call it that. Michael Malone <laughs> would not call it that school. No, he would not. He uh yeah, can we play a little we'll play it all, but just a little of this is uh coach of team LeBron, Michael Malone. The amount of points that your team surrendered, is that going to leave a scar for you? <laughs> it's going to form over the scar yes. that was formed in Charlotte yes. back in 2019. You know, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a, a great weekend, great players, but that is the worst basketball game ever played. How do you fix it? Uh, I don't know if you can fix it. You know, I mean, I give Joel and B, Kyrie Irving, those guys were like, competing. Terrell was imploring some of the guys to play harder, to try to get some defense in, but um, no one got hurt. They put on a show for the fans, but that that is a tough game to sit through, I'm not going to lie. Nicole has become the best inbounder. These are the coaches, man. Also, that's rich. Uh, I know nobody tries first quarter, but it was a layup line in front of Embiid, and I was like, man, if he just pinned one, like just one. I'm not saying you go up and contest every single one, but you just pin one of these, set the tone early, and see what happens. What do on the whole, what do we think of the game itself? Or I guess All Star Sunday night, the game, the post Malone pre-show, the um, the worst concert I've ever attended ever. What you mean? What you mean? I spent most of it. Um, Noticing how he was like out of breath anytime he had to go from one end of the stage to the other. Uh, probably shouldn't smoke cigarettes before your show. <laughs> and it's just tomato, tomato. Just uh, perform two of his least favorite songs of his. So don't like those. Wasn't a fan of those. Yeah, I don't like Post Malone. Uh, no. The first song he did, did not know it was Post Malone. I was like, okay, I'll forget this again like tomorrow when I hear that song. I was like, who sang this song? That's kind of catchy. Uh, also, every all-star game, every sport, we say this. Definitely. But what if we're just right every single time? Uh, we don't say this about baseball. <laughs> baseball is the only sport that has the all-star game right because you can't play baseball. at Like, the pitchers can't throw it at 80%. They just can't. Right. So it's the same game. Like, and it's 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 better. Like, at football, yeah, those guys, they don't want to fuck their summer up. They don't want to be rehabbed. Their career up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like that. Sean Taylor ended ended that, and what an ending. Um, but yeah, what like basketball? I, I would I would almost be careful pushing these guys because it's like, all right, we're getting on them for taking off regular season games, which I do think has been a little overblown this year. Um, you want them to actually play for the whole game? We're gonna. Aaron Gordon will be starting if that's what people want. I think the, the the thing is though is like the Celtics were taking off games before All Star Weekend, saying, "Oh, we're taking these off to start All Star Weekend early." And then it's like you get into the All Star game and you don't try there. It's like, well, then why would you sit out those other games? You know, you're just Celtics were the only two guys trying from what I saw. Well, they were trying on each other, so it's, it's a little different. They were trying to avoid big school. Yeah, what they were trying yeah. to do. Like I said, I said last night, I'd love to see Jason Tatum score fifty-five in front of me. I bet he can't. 
He could have. I'd love if he pumped the Bucks. <laughs> I'd love if he dominated the Bucks. No, I don't know why. Uh, I, I would have preferred if neither of them played. But yeah, I don't. I don't know what like it used. I think the Elam ending. This is what happens when they try to fix things. It makes it worse because the Elam ending was supposed to make it better, and now they just don't try at all. When it was when it was normal basketball, the fourth quarter used to just be like, "All right, yeah, now we play." Now it's like, "Oh no, this is over." Regardless, like we, you have to get twenty points. We have to get forty. Yeah, we're we're not gonna get that. Yeah, and I can. I think it was twenty twenty. Like the first one they did it. That's where it was like the great one like a like in theory if the game is close the elam ending would make it even better i think team Giannis won all three quarters i think no i think they tied the first one tied the first tied the first one i think team Giannis won the second and third so it's like hey they don't have to score 24 points but we're also 32 points behind but forgot one thing the draft why did the draft take an hour that draft was very strange. I mean, Jokic made it so awkward at the end. I felt so bad for Laurie, dude. <laughs> at first, I really thought, it's like, okay, they're both just coming. Like, it's the last two picks. We know who's going to be picked. I thought they were both just coming down to see where you're going to go. No, it was just Jokic just walking up to LeBron James and said, I'm on your team now. And I, I don't think LeBron was going to take him. I don't think he was either. I really don't think he was going to. Draymond said, and I, if anyone would know, it'd be Draymond Green. He said he was going to take the crowd pleaser. He's going to take Laurie Marketing, which not unreasonable. But Joker said, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I, I'm on your team. Should they take the MVP? Yeah, listen, I laughed at it, but if, if I was Laurie, maybe I wouldn't think it's so funny. Um, maybe you don't care. I'll, yeah, I was... <laughs> This was the part where it's like, okay, we Ernie has a mic on stage. Everyone has a mic for some reason. And now we can just hear everyone in the stadium with a mic. Chuck and Shaq were talking. Ernie was talking. Giannis has a, uh, I thought he was going to read like the Book of Mormon <laughs> to us. He taking John Morant, which not not permitted. <laughs> and They almost let like, him we, do it. They, they, they were panning the camera looking for a job. They were doing it. He was trying to see if he could slide with it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this uh, Shaq and Chuck threatening each other on the hot mic. Best friends. <laughs> As like hot mic mic at all. I think this is just how they talk to each other. Just how they talk to each other. And I will always appreciate <laughs> Chuck just knows I mean you can push any button. He knows exactly which ones to push on Shaq. Mm-hmm. Like they were talking uh Draymond said Dwayne Wade was the best heat ever. <laughs> and I think it was Ernie or Kenny was like, Yeah, wasn't Shaq part of the heat? And Chuck was like, uh, 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 he had that big old belly, that don't count. He's <laughs> <laughs> a user he was rental. Like, yeah, he's like, he was the greatest heat uh, till LeBron came. He was the greatest Orlando till Dwight came. And that's when the du- that's when Shaq spouted off every single Dwight Howard stat. And it's been 15 years, man. That's legitimate hatred. Which, oh, yeah. Oh, it's one-sided. <laughs> it's, it's one-sided hatred. I don't think Dwight Howard cares about this at all. 
but I don't know what Dwight Howard thinks. I, I thought it was oh. it was very funny when Giannis said this um this might be his last All Star game, so he doesn't know he's got to appreciate it. And Chuck said, oh, he showed a lot of humility with that. And Shaq, Shaq says, well, why don't you spell humility for us? I bet you. If, <laughs> he said, if you could spell humility, I'll get up out of here and walk right now. And uh, Chuck says, that's way too easy of a word. He says, okay, spell, spell humanitarianism then. And he says, how about I spell punch you in your face? <laughs> I was like, what's he had the humanitarianism? Uh... Then, listen, was Chuck drunk or did he have the bad mic, man? What, what, what side do we stand on that? I thought he was he was a little chopped and screwed action. For the, When it first happened, I think there was a mic issue. It did sound like the mic was like lingering a little bit, but I don't know. He was having fun. He was having fun. Why Shaq take the hat off, man? He had on the headset. I wish he would have put the hat back on over the headset. <laughs> and how soon, when, will we, uh, when will we be able to buy these Shaq hats? They're coming. When will we be able to? Like by March first, sooner? Not soon enough. <laughs> Shaq hats for the fellas. It's a cl- if, you, if you just don't play, that's Cedric the Entertainer, man. I was gonna uh, say Shaq the Entertainer. Yeah, that's that's his era. <laughs> wait, wait, I got, I, I got a picture of Kendall Gill in one. Kendall Gill. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Marketing. Here we go. Shaq, listen. Some nice brims. I just didn't expect to see him on Shaq in every night, in every color. But it's a good brim. The boys might need uh, some Shaq hats. For our night streams, we toss on the Shaq hats. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at that bad bitch there. A lot of, But I think they should only be, like, fitted for Shaq's head. Like you should not be able to get a small, medium, large, or like a, if you know your hat size. It's like no, this is for Shaq's head. So you buy that come with a, a Epson inkjet printer or some shit. We might need some. Someone on Twitter said, said it comes with a bowl of soup. Just <laughs> Shaq just eating the soup out of the hat. Uh, I might cop. Might cop. Should the All Star does it need to be four twelve minute quarters? What do you think? Ten? Two halves, something like the first half, they were just not caring at all. But I could see ten, I could see eight running clock, something like we're they, just not gonna I don't think we're gonna get a competitive game where both teams are scoring 175 points. Why don't they just play to a certain point? Like you just play to play to a hundred. Yeah, yeah, just play to a hundred. I wouldn't hate that. Like, it used to be, okay, guys are going to start playing defense in the fourth quarter. And it felt like after halftime, everybody was shooting threes. Like, they was ready to go home. Right. Which, it worked. They hit way more than they didn't. Like, Donovan Mitchell got hot. That's when Tatum started heating up. Dame was shooting, like, from half court. And then it's like, that's kind of all it became. And I feel like I got to do some some minor crapping. And it hurts me oh, to no. do it. It hurts me to do it. Darren Fox was the only person that didn't score in this game. <laughs> and he had a chance. There's no shame in that, but he had a chance. He took one field goal. And he missed a dunk. He Hard missed the dunk, school. That's Hard. not a good look. And it wasn't like a, like he tried to take it through his legs, dunk. It was just a simple one. Like, hey, I just got to get on the board and say I was here. He did not get on the board. 
I gotta crap you a little bit, my boy. It's it's, it's to motivate you. Should they ever decide to let you back into this uh, festivity? Probably won't after that. Oh, fans don't forget that. The voters don't forget. Yeah, they'll be complaining about something else. Um, I did yeah, see... Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, Mitchell yeah, was the first one to have 40 points, 10 assists in All-Star games. So we had two two records last night. That's pretty cool. I'm like... Three. Kyrie had like 32 and 15. Uh, what do you say, Tatum had, Tatum had the most points in a quarter, too. So Tatum had two records last night. Too bad this game didn't count. <laughs> Hate to see it. Uh, no, I, like the I team. Saw, yeah. I saw it and I haven't verified this at all. It sounded good enough to me. The last two All Star Game MVPs have won the finals. Interesting. <laughs> free stat. The... Free stat. <laughs> Who was. I mean, it must have been Steph last year and Giannis. Giannis. Yeah. Wow. Mm, well, maybe there's some credence then. <laughs> I. <I'd... laughs> I did see Tate, he's the first to score 50 in, was a play-in game, a playoff game, the All-Star game, uh, first grade, the McDonald's <laughs> game. The, I said, man, that boy doing numbers. Uh, the broadcast pushing hard for Mitchell for to be MVP. I mean, he was going, like, I'll say that the time they did have him mic'd up was a good time. For, on the whole, the mic'd ups were just not that good. On Like, Alvarado was good Friday night, but... Do we really need a player to be mic'd up? They're not saying anything. Except for Alvarado, who just every two seconds say, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And they just wouldn't say, it's like, what are you going to do? You ask for Grand Theft Alvarado. They, they, Everybody else. I, I don't think they want to be mic'd up, you know? Like, it ruins your privacy. They're supposed to be able to enjoy this game. It's supposed to be fun for them. And then they have to be on a mic for that millions of people, thousands of people. It, gets, it makes it awkward. What's the best part? Donovan Mitchell was mic'd up, and Kyrie was walking to him, and he just immediately gave him mic'd up, mic'd up, mic'd up. It's like with Kyrie, man, you got to. And then Kyrie leaned well, Kyrie, was still saying something. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's Donovan Mitchell was like, no, no, brother, uh, not my shoes too, man. Um, what do you say, Cole? That's uh, I was thinking about like Kyrie's last person I would tell him being recorded. He's like, oh, they got to you too, huh? Let me tell you why that's bad. Like, you know, Hitler invented microphones. It's like, no, this you've been talking to Microsoft's uh, the chat GPT thing. Yeah, I know you're vaccinated. What of it? Yeah, I said, mic the refs up. That's maybe, I mean, they wouldn't call in which good. Like that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Maybe it would be interesting, but they did. They mic'd up. They mic'd up uh, Richard Jefferson when he was refing the celebrity game, and then Giannis said on the hot the hot mic, he was like, "Oh, you're refing like Mark Davis right now." Hey, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Calling names is tough. Uh, Demonis, Giannis loved to be mic'd up. Giannis loved to talk, man. I don't even think it's bad, but they might be turning on him uh, for talking too much. That's what I'm saying. Mike up the basketball. Mike up the vendors. Yeah, like it's something. The basketball's like, ah, fuck. Ow. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Donk, 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 donk. Ernie's like, this is tremendous. Put me down. Just Put tremendous. me down. Yeah, just tremendous. <laughs> uh, they talked to Shay after the game. And they were like, how do you get the... They talked to every player after the game. And every single player was like, yeah, this was a bad game. I'm like... My brother, y'all made the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
You literally made the sandwich. There wasn't any defense in that game. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, this, the wanted picture, and just behind him is also Shea Gilgis Alexander. Like, <laughs> but Shea also, he said money talks. And I think the winning players get 100000 the losing players get 25000 So they tried to make it like a gap, so you're going for it. But again... Jeremy Grant about to get $130 million, right? You know what I mean? Can you get guys to go hard for $100,000? I think they might would do it for like a million a piece. It's still a million dollars. I think they would definitely help. But I think you should leave the losing fee at $25,000. Like you either get $25K or you get a million. So you do not want to lose if you're there. It should come from the losing team's contracts. Like they have to pay the million. If you want to get some effort, uh, yeah, you got to put this money up beforehand. It's an escrow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum going back and forth. Jalen Brown just looking over there at the million bucks of his own personal cash. Like, guys, we have to lock in. It's like, we're, I need some switches. I need communication. Um, we dropped in the first half. We're, we're trapping on the pick. <laughs> Let's see how this here. Tell us about your trip. I got this for free. <laughs> I got my turtleneck uh, for free, my shoes, Nike free, uh, bag free, this board, clipboard, uh, coach gave it to me for free. Well done. Uh, my watch and uh, bracelet, fake. <laughs> Honesty. Yeah. Honesty. Remember Chad Johnson used to say the same thing. So, yeah, but he's like, you know, I'm rich. Uh, I buy my jewelry at Claire's. So. Giannis, free stuff lover. Fine with that. That's the whole thing about being rich. Like, you got to get as much free shit as you can. Like, that's the whole point of being rich. Agreed. Uh, but no, I, th I think there's something to that. Like, hey, the pot is the pot, but it's coming from your money. Like, if you're going to be in the All-Star game, everybody in this game is putting up whatever. Whatever it takes to get. No, nah, yeah, put up a million. Or 500K, like, whatever you want to say. You would see some effort. You'd see some knees to chest. Like, if it's like, I cannot be giving that. Like, Tatum's like, I'm not giving him five. I'll give anybody else 500000 I can't give my, my teammate. What if that. they put in the contracts, like win the All-Star game, you get a chunk of change. You get extra million, extra two million if you win an All-Star game. It's going to have to be something. Because people keep pointing to like, what about the, you know, the old All-Star game? I feel like they name like the same three All-Star games. Because every All-Star game always hasn't always been good. Just like the dunk contest. If you get a good one every three, four years, you should be good with it. But it feels like something. And if they're saying, again, the players saying money makes them move, then if you want the players to move, you got to talk to money. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they will do that. I'd also like to know who uh, who had the Afro beats in Utah for the halftime Show. Great idea. Great show. Mm -hmm. But Post Malone gets to open and uh, everybody else gets to split halftime, which was longer than Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> Very long show. Very long show. Felt like everyone, everyone got 15 minutes of an hour. And then they came back together. <laughs> and again, banger of a concert. No complaints there. But it's like, okay, if you are just making this about the evening as a whole, yeah, would eight minute quarters be better? Like, let's just 
let's just get this or a target score of like 20, whoever gets 20 or 25 in the first quarter. Because I just don't know how much competition you're going to get when, again, when they're scoring 350 points. Like Kyle Lowry was taking charges two years ago and everybody booed him. Mm-hmm. He was setting the tone for competition. And I, uh, I will say for the for the halftime show, for given the the demographics of the crowd to the what the the show was, the crowd loved it. They were going nuts for it. I was I was a little worried we were going to get a Jericho Sims dunk uh, silence, but <laughs> no, they were they were the calls to action. They were following along. It was very. I I, I thought it was very 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 fun show. Yeah, that, it feels like there were good parts. So I'm mm-hmm. not. Like just all the way crap in the weekend, like as a, on the whole, mm-hmm. like I've seen, but it does feel like even less defense than normal. Nobody's saying this has to be Game Seven, but they should won the old All Star games. They were doubling Kobe Bryant. They they weren't even singling guys in this particular game. Like, do you need? Should you have like an honorary try hard? Like Chris Paul and Kyle Lowry every year on the team. It's like, no, we're taking charge. Like, we do the things that make this. You're going to hate me when I do it. Go Bear. Like, if Go Bear's under the rim, he's going to try to block the shot. And if he's under the rim, I think they're going to try to dunk on him. Right. So, I don't know. I feel like tweaks more than than tearing down. But It just feels I like... Do. Guys on a team have to come together pregame and be like, "We're setting the tone early that we're playing defense. This is an actual game this year. You know, we have we go out there and just play as hard as you can and make them match us. You know, otherwise make them look bad. You know. Yeah, we're gonna blow them the fuck out. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. I do think <laughs> the only way to not bring like crazy money into it and get these guys to have pride is to make it. I don't even think it should replace the all-star game, but add one-on-one to the weekend. Because I do think the top guys would do it. They do it in practice pretty much every day. That's all they do. Um, right. So I wouldn't hate – I think that would be electric. And I've seen Damashek do it. He broke it down into like four different brackets because you don't want to see a center versus a point guard. Like that's right. – it'd be funny, but it's not what I'm talking – like that's more when it turns into a sideshow. If you really get – uh, like if Jalen and, and Jason were playing actual one-on-one, not full court one-on-one with eight other guys watching, <laughs> but if you played half court, traditional three dribble or less one-on-one, yeah, I think that could get, that could get intense pretty quickly. I think it, I just like, of course the stars do it. They throw down crazy dunks too. Would they, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's out fear of losing or what, but that I know we've talked. They tried horse. I would like to see. I, I feel like horse wasn't bad enough to be completely like scrapped and never done again. Some tweaks, but yeah, the one on one three dri- or three on three, even could they break down the court? Like it, it's still four quarters, but I don't real life teammates against each other's or three on three, like something to make the quarters distinct. Because right now we're getting three quarters of nothing, and hopefully you hope it's close. For the Elam inning to make a difference, and if it's not, then you got guys chuck, and they still they still almost blew the bag at the end. Everybody just wanted to end the game with a forty eight foot shot. Meanwhile, Julius Randle was trying to lead <laughs> Team LeBron back with a very uh, tough tough showing. I mean, tough showing was his, his kid's face when his dad was chucking up shots during the three point contest. <laughs> it was my face too, to be fair. <laughs> I can't let that young man uh, go out there. 
Like Irvis, yeah, they have to protect their brand. It feels like a great time to promote the brand. I know Jason Tatum has a new shoe. Yeah. I know John Morant has a new shoe. And like Coley said, these they definitely play one on it's it feels like all the stars do when they play each other. Is to go one on one, like three dribble or less, or they'll do like five second shot clock. And it shows in the game. Can we see that? Do they need to Broke. can they move the three point line back? Further, like, can we get a four or five point <laughs> shot? Like, Damian Lillard shoots a 50 foot shot, like, it's a 12 foot shot. Yeah. So it's like, okay, when you're playing this end, three point line is 29, 32 feet, whatever backs, four point. Y'all gonna shoot it anyway. And every team will get, you know, you'll get it second quarter or something. I'm trying to think of small tweaks because I'm still gonna watch it. It is what it is. Roby's saying Rondo killed Horace. If you mean like had an all-time showing, <laughs> if that's what you mean, because he had Kevin Durant on the ropes. Durant kept trying to eliminate him with a three, and Rondo's never shot better in his life. Never even considered <laughs> shooting better than that. Kenny was like, I'm trying to leave, and you keep matching me. He was taking 30-foot jumpers, doing cool shit. Rondo's doing counting steps before a left-handed floater. Hey, horse is horse, baby. It's called strategy. Yeah, it sounds like one of them was taking it more seriously, and it wasn't KD. Always got to be that guy. Always the tryhard. Again, maybe just one. You can't have a whole team of, of Gobert or Chris Paul. But just one guy. Like somebody said, I do think LeBron was somewhat trying to set a tone. Like he was definitely giving effort first quarter. Nobody was playing defense, but he was definitely giving effort. And it just seemed like guys were like, oh, okay, he's giving effort. Like, I don't got shit to do with me. <laughs> then he got hurt, and it's like, well, that's why I can't give effort. So yeah, they were like, he's giving effort. I'll stay on the other side of the court. I'll watch him. Yeah, and then Giannis pulling the Draymond, just nasty work. The easy two and then immediate foul. Hey, we knew he was. We knew he was hurt going into it. He's got to get. He's got to get testing on that wrist this week. So they said he went to I New York to today. Play. I wanted to see Giannis play. It was just sickening, but they got it. I saw his brothers play. Didn't see Giannis you, play. You flew so. all the way out to All Star Weekend to see him play. He wasn't there. <laughs> and they put Alex in instead. I uh, <laughs> I do want to shout out. I think the MVP of the weekend, uh, Albert Pujols, just like looks I was like say a Janelle Monet, but I'm listening. Oh, well, for sure. But doesn't know defense or offense. But she was trying. She was trying. She knows effort. Uh, uh. I uh, I. It it's hard to say like how bad other athletes look in an NBA jersey. Even DK looks like stockier than he does than he right. does like just wearing a like one of those Zeke Elliott cutoffs. Albert Pools like couldn't be happier to be retired. And like we just saw him playing a few months ago. He looked fine. Looked completely normal. Looks like an absolute mouth. Looks like me out there. Like it's crazy. Look at him. <laughs> Not even retired, just eating good. This uh, is one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I run uh, when DoorDash not. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, <laughs> how many points did uh, did Albie score? I don't know. All I saw was he got a steal. I have no idea if he even scored. Because uh, DK won MVP, right? Yeah, yeah, DK went like 20 points, 10 rebounds. Yeah, he uh, they're on the court, and that was the other thing. DK, DK had a dunk, I think it was, the, yeah, give me those, still yeah. got it. <laughs> Yoink, yeah. crossing up pools. I was like, listen, I can't hit uh, 
Max Freed throwing 98 and painting the corners, but if you dribbling this thing uh, sky high, no, that's mine. Lucy Goosey, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, 21 Savage has got nothing for him. That's a boogie and cat. <laughs> Carlos Arroyo still balling, man. Y'all got, got nothing but jokes. Nothing but jokes. But DK, like, he dunked. And DK is a point. 1% athlete, like, alive right now. Like, crazy athlete. And he got the ball about as high as, like, Shaden Sharp gets his knees. You know what I mean? Like, Shaden <laughs> Sharp. It's just crazy. And I have people be like, well, it's muscle memory. And I get that. DK, earlier that day, posted a clearly fake video of him jumping, like, 75 feet in the air uh, that the NFL is drug testing him for. Which is very was, funny. Very funny, but it was like it was shocking to me. I know DK, like we see Jalen Ramsey dunk in the offseason. Like NFL guys play pickup a lot. They all think they can play in the NBA. None of them can. Um, but I was shocked. Like I'm not trying to like uh, shit on him, but like he didn't get higher off the ground for this. Well, just, I think I don't think it should. It's more of a testament how special NBA athletes are, right? And like seeing. It's like just seeing how small celebrities are just on the court. You realize just how big the court is, how much space there is in between everything. And yeah, you see DK Duncan. It looks like a rim grazer. And then you get Shaden Sharp, who's like, what, six five, like a couple inches taller than DK. And yeah, just puts his whole ankle <laughs> in the basket. So let, we see DK rise up and we'll, we'll take a, a little break after this. 31. Seconds to go, a two for one situation. Watch your head. Took off. Oh, took all he had. And again, great dunk. Derek Jones would have dunked from the Ruffles line and would have got an <laughs> like eight look, for it. <laughs> it looks like it took a lot of effort to do this, and it's just not what I'm used to seeing when I watch people dunk. It looks effortless. Like, this is like a college dunk almost. That's a Mar Rashard up there. <laughs> <laughs> on the <laughs> via the NBA app, that's exactly how he was dunking. DK Metcalf has never been to Salt Lake City. We find out he's never even been. <laughs> what? No, I'm in Puerto Rico, my family. I've, I haven't been there for years. Uh, uh, but yeah, it does make you like how big those guys are, how quickly they move, how high they jump, all that. And the celebrity game should be on a nine foot rim, man. Come on. <laughs> Stop the shenanigans. Play it on the Y League. His legs uh, aren't killing me. I don't know why they're not like that. So that's, that's a great stop by Scoob. Because I. It looks like he's like crouched in the corner, but no, he's in midair yeah. right now. He's definitely photoshopped it. Like if I didn't watch this video, I would think he was like Scoob. You placed that man there. Come on, man. With the, come on with the foolery. You're getting pretty good on the Photoshop, my dude. Uh, let us take a quick break. Let us take five. We'll come back. We got some, still got some news to discuss. I think we're going to start some MLB division previews. Y'all mind if we talk a little Major League Baseball? Uh, let's get some thumbs up going on the YouTube. Subscribe so you can chat with us. Five minute break. We'll catch everybody after the break. Welcome back. Happy Monday, hour two. Thank you for tapping in with the boys and myself. Thank you for tapping that thumbs up. On YouTube, subscribing so you could chat with us. Where do we go, boys? We get into the rest. We had more weekend news and happenings. Or are we ready to talk some baseball? 
ready to talk some baseball, or do we want to get our, our rest in peace for uh, Detective Munch, your friend? I think we, yeah, we uh, we should pay our respects. Yeah, first. yeah. Uh, Richard Belzer. Mm-hmm. Pad, yeah, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, had some great last words. Oh yeah. I you didn't did you see these, Mick? His uh. I had two last words. No. Oh yeah, Scoob. Do you have uh, that? Or can you get that? Yeah, I'm pulling. And I saw up. it. Phil Lewis said it on Twitter, so I believe it to be true. Oh. I take it to the bank. Trust it with my life. Here we go. Richard Belzer had lots of health issues, and his last words were, quote, fuck you, motherfucker, end quote. A longtime friend told The Hollywood Reporter. Nothing but respect for my detective. King. An absolute king. And then I I feel like it's, a, it's like, did I know this? Or is it a thing I'd learn and unlearn every four years on the internet? That Hulk Hogan uh, funded this man's <laughs> Parisian home. 1985, Richard Belzer had a show called Hot Properties. Had Hulk Hogan on to promote WrestleMania One, numero uno. Belzer got Hogan to put a sleeper hold on him. Belzer would pass out and hit his head. Belzer sued Hogan over it, and they eventually settled out of court. Belzer took the money and bought a chateau in France with the settlement money and named it Shea Hogan. Can we see? Uh, can we see the hold? Oh yeah! Trigger warning if you don't want to see uh, Richard Belzer get choked out. Chin lock. <laughs> How about it, T? Keep He's still with us. He said, "All right, all right, all right, Hulk." <laughs> there he goes. Ooh. He's all right. He's just sleeping. He's sleeping. Really? Yes, I was. I was asleep a hole. He'd be all right. He was not all right. No, he said he had to get like nine stitches. He ended up getting he sued, I think, for five million. It was unsettled. Oh, oh. They uh, they settled for unspecified, but it was enough to buy a French chateau and call it Shea Hogan. So, yeah, he did just drop him like a ton of bricks, man. It's unsafe. I mean, th- there's a holster. there's literally blood pooling on the ground, and Mister T is like, "Hey, he's fine. He, that, that was meant to happen." <laughs> <laughs> Apparently before this they were like, no, someone could get hurt. Like, cause it was still like, hey, yeah, wrestling, we have to show it's real and somebody could really get hurt. And apparently Bells were like egged them on enough. And so Hulkster were like, Okay. Um Oh, he baited him into it. Oh, what a genius. What a smart man. Tricked him into he already, it. He already had the name of that house picked out. He's like, yeah. I'll I'll be back with the payment uh after I get out of surgery. He was like, Honey, you might look at the news today and see something terrible, but it's gonna work out for us, I promise. Yeah, just meet me in France with uh some of your favorite Bordeaux. So R.I.P. Belzer. Mm-hmm. Did see was it Scoop? Did you send the link that, that <laughs> they were shooting a scene for Law and Order outside a store when it like a real life criminal ran outside? <laughs> saw them with guns, it was like, ah monkey got me. <laughs> Uh, here we go. A real shoplifter being chased by Rite Aid store security surrendered to the fictional John Munch while they were filming a scene of homicide. The man rounded the corner, saw Richard Belzer and Clark Johnson with guns drawn, thought he was caught by the real police. The previous year, a purse snatching suspect was arrested by BPD officers providing, uh, providing security when he ran onto the set in Fells Point. So they were, it was real law and order 
Have you guys seen this homicide show? I saw a lot of people saying good so. things about him. It was it was what he was on before Law and Order. What he played that character over like nineteen shows. Uh oh. <laughs> so we've got the bells are alert. What is going on? Silver alert on foot. I don't know. I must be some missing persons alert or yeah, something. Silver alerts for the old, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's missing in my neighborhood. Hmm. Why do they just call it a color and not like, like amber's for the kids, silver? They just say silver. It's just an old. That's. I mean, I hope as well, but that that's the, change the name on that. Right. What? <laughs> what else we got? We we ready to talk some baseball? Do some news last hour if the boys are with it. Oh, I'm ready. What do we say? We start uh, AL East, McMahon. Does that you okay with that? Fine with it. Not familiar with any of these teams, but I no. guess we'll, we'll start here. Uh, who? What side is it? Whose projections are these? School. Um, this is from Baseball Prospectus, and this was posted by the official MLB account. So. That's why. That's what I brought. <laughs> Hell yeah! This has projections for this year. AL East. They have the New York Yankees. First place, ninety-seven wins. Toronto in second, eighty-nine. Tampa Bay, eighty-seven. Boston, eighty. Orioles, seventy-four. Where? Uh, where do we begin? We start with the top down, bottom up. Where? Uh, we can start bottom up because the Orioles are kind of disappointing to be in this spot. This was a big offseason for them, mm -hmm. and their fan base was talking heavy shit coming into it. Like, you mm -hmm. know, we've got all these we've got all these prospects coming, and we've got all this this salary space we're gonna add. We're gonna get Correa, we're gonna get this guy, we're gonna get that guy. They haven't got any of those guys to the point where <laughs> their owner came out, owner or GM, I can't remember which one. It was, it was the owner. Like, We'll never spend. <laughs> I promise you, if you're looking for spending, it's not happening here, uh, which is extremely disheartening. They traded for Curl, uh, Cole Irvin. Uh, they should be getting back John Means at some point this year. The pitcher, right? Yeah. Um, Grayson Rodriguez is supposed to be the realest of deals. I believe he's top five prospect in all of, all of baseball. Um, Adley Rutschman came up last year. He was the top prospect in baseball. Gunnar Henderson was a highly touted prospect. Um, their, their farm system's still very legit. I don't know that this is the year they're going to start showing it. Uh, like I think Rushman and, and Henderson will be really good. I think Grayson Rodriguez will be really good. I still think they got a ways to go. Yeah, they... I, like the question was based just from what I was reading, is like, are the young guns going to be ready? Because they were in a good spot to spend some money if they wanted to. And it's not to say spend money just to spend it, but right, there was some elite talent out there. And like you said, everybody, most of the people on this team are really young. Like they have a good farm system and all that. And from they had a thirty-one win jump from last year. I also saw they have a their GM came from the Astros organization, and it's like. The Astros had a season like this a few years ago. It's like they're close. If they spend us some money, they'll be in there. And they didn't. It's like we just trust right. our farm. Like it's just not ready. So maybe they're right. But to hear, yeah, to hear that from the owner even before the season, it's like don't fret. I don't, I don't want anyone thinking we're going to make any kind of splash. 
soon or think we'll add any uh, payroll at the deadline or anything. They're just going to roll with the young guns. And I get maybe they're ready, but this is going to be a competitive division. Like It was... It was one of the toughest divisions in baseball last year. I don't see why that would change. Like, truly one through five. Uh, like, everyone's like, oh, the Red Sox came in last last year. Yeah, they, they were one of the best offenses in the league and still finished close to 500. That usually doesn't happen for last-placed teams. Um, and shout-out Cedric Mullins. Cedric Mullins is a star. Uh, he's their center fielder. So, shout-out him. Uh, it's going to be a competitive team. There's going to be times where they – like, you'll see stretches this year where it's like the Baltimore Orioles have won – 17 of their last 24, you know, stuff like that. But I don't know that the rest of the season is going to look what fa their fans hope it will yet. To which I would, I've seen people saying they think he's going to sell. At, maybe he will, but why? They showed their, their payroll like 20 years ago is higher than it is now. And now they have prospects. Why would he? The price only goes up from an ownership standpoint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why would he sell? To which I would say, okay, if y'all have some money to spend... Can y'all start locking up Rushman, Grayson Rodriguez to some of these, I'd say brave style, but people say that's extortion. <laughs> um, but basically like Wander Franco or Tatis right. or Julio, like any terms like, hey, Adley, we we trust you. We You're our guy. Here's eight years, whatever. Because if that's how you spend your money, like on the young, keeping the young guys, I feel like the fans would be satisfied. What they won't be satisfied is if these young guys are the real deal and you just let them want, like we just keep turning on, we trust our farm system. It's like, so you don't keep any of these guys. Nobody's getting a long-term deal. Is this, would this be Rodriguez's, is this his rookie year? First Did he year, come yeah, up some last year? year? It'd be his first full year in the league. I think he came up at the end of the year, but yeah, definitely rookie. Yeah. Can we see his uh, player card? Grayson Rodriguez, uh, starting Number pitcher. Five at the starter. Top. He won't, he won't stay the fire, or will he, just because he's... No, 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 no. no As I say, yeah. yeah We're at 85. Like. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> this, yeah, does he have any stats, like anything from last year? No stats. Nothing? No. Okay. Oh, I thought he came up. I guess he didn't. We're in 85. I don't know how I feel about that. That that, that might be a good pitcher number uh, for a pitcher. Yeah, or a tight end. Imagine. That's not what he <laughs> wants to wear. I, I, what was he wearing in, in the minors? Someone's going to know. Yeah, somebody got his jersey on right now. So these are the minor league numbers. So over, yeah, four levels. He's 20, what, two now? Or I guess it'd be 23. 25 and nine, 174 of his games. 2.4 ERA. A lot of innings pitched. So he, he seems decent. If the if Scoob's numbers can be believed, <laughs> uh, my my baseball I mean, reference numbers, I'm I'm futzing <laughs> with them over here. <laughs> also, he and, he wore thirty in the minors. I, okay, that makes more sense. That makes more sensible. Thirty and maybe but, three also. That oh, eighty five. I don't like single digits on a pitcher, uh, but he was five years younger than everyone else he was playing against in AAA last year, and that was good for six and one with a two thirty ERA. So pretty good. Pretty Decent. damn good. Then Rush, Rushman came up. He was about half the season. Or maybe three quarters oh, yeah. of it. Like He was a pretty... I know he didn't start there, but... Yeah, he was, as advertised, uh, really good last year. 5-2 war in 101 games. Is that what that says? Uh, yeah. No, that's hits. That's hits. What was his game yeah, how many score? games did he play? Those probably was... around there, honestly. 
Is that, no, that was War. What's, yeah. his, what's his games played? Oh, um, he played. Let me see that. That was oh, projections. projections. My bad. Yeah, 113. 113. 113. Okay. It's really good. Oh, so, for a catcher, five. that's right. close to a full season for a catcher. Um, and he's the total package defense and offense. Um, I can't imagine he's going to take a step back. He's really good. Nine years, 18 million. Shit or get off the pot, Rushman. Is what, it's what I'd offer him. Uh, but who's who's to say? Yeah, he's 24. Rodriguez is 23. And yeah, generally agree there's no rush, but it was like, man, what if, if they could have just spent some money and snagged one, like one of the shorts, one of the really good shortstops or a pitcher to go along with that rotation? Because like Rodriguez is supposed to be that guy. I, mm. What's the status on like the rest of their rotation and if he has any kind of like knock on wood injury or just rookie setbacks it's just like ah oh, geez we don't have any other options i see kramer bradish cole irvin and kyle gibson there the closers on do not disturb <laughs> irvin was acquired from the athletics and the athletics are sneaky a team i feel like their pitchers do better there than elsewhere. Like yeah. Mark Mulder was okay mm. for St. Louis, but at, like everyone has their peaks there. I'd much rather go after like they didn't need a catcher, but like Sean Murphy was like the top target mm. from them. Like you go after their pitchers, they're almost they it's like getting a running back almost. Like you don't want that second contract A's pitcher. They must have, they have a big field or something. Because I've heard the yeah, same like for Sean Murphy coming to Atlanta, I've heard people they're like, no, he he'll hit much better now that he's out of the Oakland Park. They, I mean, they've just got they've got foul territory for days in Oakland for absolute <laughs> days. And I know Cole, to... Cole Irvin gives yeah, up did. a lot of home runs. I'm pretty sure uh, he's a he's a home run ball giver upper. So yeah. not good in the Orioles Park, I don't think. Hey, not with Rushman calling the uh, pitches. What's like what's what's Rushman? I know he's good. What's like is he like the great hitter? Is he a fielder? Is he a framer? Everything. Is he a or is it, or is it total package? Yeah, yeah, he's total package. Like he, he, like I think he was an elite like frame rate guy last year. Like he's he just does everything really well. Nine years, seventeen million. I'm dropping it off. Any <laughs> any minute he doesn't take it, I'm dropping it by a milli. Yeah, Felix Felix Batista is their their closer. He is unbelievable and he comes out to the omar whistle which is so elite so elite oh i like that you you better be nails but i like he is he's electric he's electric i do like that um so what do we think orioles they finished had 83 wins last year What's prospectus got him? I know you got him in fifth, but how many wins did they? It's like 78, I think. 74. 70, yeah, 74. So is that, I mean, it's when I was like, man, how do we lose less? But it's like, if all the young guys are playing, it feels like they're essentially playing for 2024 and on. So, yeah, I mean, if injuries happen ahead of them, maybe that there are just so many playoff spots now, too. You never know what they could, like, they have enough pieces where, yeah, we don't have to spend. In the offseason, we can go get a guy at the deadline, but right. if they're deep in fifth, they're not going to do that. And it's like uh, Mateo, the shortstop, was a reclamation project for them last year. Wasn't what they expected him to be. Does he take a step back? Cedric Mullins has been like a 30-30 guy. 
does that continue? Because that's rare to keep doing that. So it's like right. there are areas we talk about the young guys, but what's going to come back to earth too? I would say, yeah, I feel like more than seventy four, but I don't think they finish over five hundred. Like right. like seventy six, maybe. But yeah, I was going to say seventy eight, right, right, right around there. I think they go yeah. go higher, but not by much. But who knows if they push some chips in and acquire someone at the deadline, they they could go over. But in this division, it's tough to compete. It is brutal. I would just say it feels like they a key like April and May team. Like let's just see how it goes. If we start seventeen and four, mm-hmm. let's yeah, let's just see. Maybe we do not even fast track, but it's like we're playing with playoffs this season in mind. If you start four and seventeen, then maybe not. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, not. Gunnar, Hedder, Gunnar Henderson's starting the year with, with the big club. I haven't heard anything differently than that, Travis. Yeah, he's there. Listed third, the third. third baseman. Yeah. How old is he? Rookie. 20. Like, <laughs> crazy. A, yeah. MLB rookie, 21. I say it could be 21. Yeah. It could be 32. But <laughs> It looks like he played a little. Yeah, 34 games, bat yeah, yeah. 259. Yeah, which is pretty pretty good for, for your 20 years. Like, he was 20 then, so that's, I guess he was 21, but still. And playing the really hot good. corner, so. Yeah, he's a, I believe he's a shortstop, but Mateo, again, was better than they expected, mm. so they played him at third last year. I think they'll do that until maybe they'll move Mateo to second, do something like that, but they're in no rush to. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I think I like the bats more than I do the pitching. I think the pitching is what what's gonna bite this team. The rotation isn't that. It's not. They don't really have that guy you can rely on, unless if Rodriguez is a stud. You know. I was like, yeah, you're hoping it's him. It's a lot to ask of him, but it seems like he certainly has that potential. And yeah. maybe it is like we're looking at June. And it's like no, he's just ten and two, man. His ERA is under two and a half, and he's just mowing people down. So yeah. Certainly possible. Yeah, trending up. Mm-hmm. Trending down. Uh, <laughs> the McMahon's Red Sox. Oh. So we're talking about Tampa? Who are we talking about? <laughs> no, I think it was the Red Sox next. Yes, uh, on, on prospectus. They, yes. Yeah, 80 wins. Had 78 last year, so trending up slowly but surely. Uh, McMahon, your thoughts? Uh, I mean, it's, it's hard. I would be all in on this team if they had retained one guy i can't remember his name uh at the moment it escapes me but jackie bradley kept, jr yeah <laughs> if they had kept one shortstop i would be all in on this team as it stands it's a lot of naming dudes uh and it's like it's a lot of naming dudes i don't know they were the most injured team in baseball last year Genuinely the most injured team. They had more money on the IL than any team in baseball. Uh, More days on the IL than any team in baseball. And a lot of that was their pitching. They were were playing pitchers who had no business being the majors last year because they had no one else. They were calling guys up from double A, triple A, who were just guys. And they, they did an amicable job when they had to, but it was more than they should have been asked to do. Uh, Trevor Story not playing at all this year. Not great. Uh, Christian Arroyo has never played. Is it like already conf- like out for the year with the surgery? No, that's that's my uh, <laughs> that's my hopeful wish. Uh. <laughs> he he wants to play. We'll see. 
we'll see. I don't know what the rush will be um, unless this team far outperforms what they should be. They do have rookies, much like um, much like Baltimore, and that can swing things. Like they Austin's have Grayson right. Rodriguez, we have Brian Bayo, they have uh, Adley Rushman, we have Tristan Casas. So it's not like there's no hope for the future. You know what I mean? Like it's mm. it's a step back in my eyes because you're losing the best shortstop in franchise history, still in the middle of his prime. Uh, you're asking Kike to be your shortstop. I think he's never done for a full season. So there's some hesitancy there. Uh, Adam Duvall is projected to absolutely rake at Fenway. We'll see. Former brave Adam Duvall? The very same, Tess. I'd like to see it. He's raked for the Braves. It was two years ago. I was going to say, it was, for the Braves. <laughs> then it was like Achilles. Didn't he hurt something? Like he had a lot. Yeah, well, they had him playing center. <laughs> then they moved him to right, which appeared to be better. So naturally, we were moving him back to center. Uh, Verdugo's never been a full-time right fielder. That worries me. <laughs> Justin Turner and uh, JD Martinez are basically the same guy at this point. Yoshida, I'm interested. I'm excited to watch Yoshida. Everything I've read, every think every person I've heard talk about him. He's supposed to be like the realest of deals as a hitter. So that's exciting. If that's true, that's going to be electric. We're also putting a lot on it. That being true for this team to be right. like mediocre to really good. So we'll see. Devers, of, of course, he's going to play here the rest of the year. I, like, <laughs> yeah, what, what Jaybird's saying, like, there's so many question marks. Like, it's mm, there's so many if. ranges of out. Yeah, there's so many ranges of outcomes. If this happens, if this happens, a lot of those things could happen. Like, is every pitcher going to be the most injured person alive this year? I can't imagine that. Maybe. <laughs> like, that was last year. If that happens again, we have to start asking bigger questions. Um, the bullpen, I like. I like the bullpen a lot. I actually like the pitching overall a lot. I think there's. I'll say that was the question I saw was like, I mean, some of the questions you mentioned, but also like, is the rotation going to be able to stand up? Yeah, and it's like Chris Sale is furious at Chris Sale, which I think is a great sign. Like he's very pissed. The last three years of his career have gone the way they have. Um, and last year it was two very freak incidents, three technically, three very freak incidents where it was the lockout. So he was doing a workout um, at Florida Gulf Coast. That's where he broke his rib. And then he has to rehab all the way into June. He finally comes back. He blanks the Rays, which was very impressive. And then the first inning against the Yankees, a line drive back up the box, breaks his hand. <laughs> so it was bad just luck, like, man. Karma. And then while he's injuring the uh, rehabbing the broken hand, he's riding a bike for some reason, falls and gets more hurt. I think he broke his wrist then. So it was just like, all right. All right. This was the first offseason he didn't spend the whole time rehabbing in several years, so that's a good sign. James Paxson, we signed in la we signed last year, didn't pitch an inning, rehabbed the whole year, opted yeah, sure. into his yeah, opt opted into his deal, which was a mistake. I like Whitlock as a starter. A lot of people do not. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, that bullpen, I don't know how Ryan Brazier is still in it, but the rest of that bullpen is as good of a bullpen we've had in a long time. 
is Kluber going to be the number two? Or this, again, this is just kind of listing guys such in a, order. I don't like this rotation at all, Nick, man. This, this rotation. It's I, I mean, we look at, like, our best pitcher is not even on there. So it's not even the rotation. Like, Brian Bayo is our best pitcher. A lot of people will push back on that. I'm ready to, uh, like, he's 22. I'm, it's his rotation as far as I'm concerned. Where's, is he in the minors or he's injured? Or both? Like, where's no, where's he's, he at? He pitched the whole second half last year. He's going to be on the opening day roster unless something terrible happens between now and <laughs> I did see some questions for uh, or just concerns like is the pitch clock going to affect Kenley Jansen? He's just consistently one of the slower pitch. Is he just... Yeah, so <laughs> is that a concern or? It's Not the really. pitch clock and they've also changed some of like like there's Luis Garcia for the Astros who does like wild, like, like Elvis, like pelvic thrusts. And <laughs> that's all illegal now. And Kenley does some of that too. So it's going to, I think it's gonna be a rocky year for rocky first month for Kenley before he, before he works some of it out. Yeah. Good luck, man. Cause toward the end, it was like, I don't know if the wheels are coming off yet, but it was clear. Might be a good year left. I hope so. Like by all accounts, a good guy, a good teammate and all that. But it was kind of rocky toward last year. It's like, is he, it's like he getting himself into some trouble he can usually get out of. But if we could just cut the middleman of trouble out. <laughs> he, he likes to walk a couple guys here and there. He likes to test himself. He, he trusts his arm. <laughs> <laughs> um, he gets bored out there. It's the regular season. That's it's time to be throwing shit at the wall. Sure. Uh, people said Mondesi. Is he? I thought he was going to be the shortstop. Her, he's... I mean, yeah, he's he didn't he played twelve games last year, uh, and he's still recovering from that torn ACL. So he's running mm-hmm. right now. They said he's at like eighty uh, percent. He should have been and, a football player, man. He would have been back eight <laughs> months ago. Yeah, it is. It is annoying, um, but yeah, he'll he'll probably get a rehab assignment and double or triple A, and then get called up shortly after that assuming he doesn't get hurt during the rehab assignment. But I'm excited to watch him uh, actually play just because he's such a wild card. Who fucking knows? Uh, and it's a contract year for him. So he'll he'll want to be – he'll play through some injuries just to get another contract that I hope we don't give him. Yeah, give him uh, that Xander money. <laughs> I think he might be the most injured man in baseball. I had him in fantasy really two years in a row. I, I had him last year bank, and I was like, he'll bounce back in 12 games, and he looked good. And then, yeah, it hurt. He did look good. That's always Those the 12. Yeah. Those 12, he always looks great. He'll, he'll get Load s- management, man. It's ruining baseball. <laughs> he'll this, get six he, steals in he, 12 games, you know? He's the only person in MLB history to debut in the World Series. The Royals weren't in the World Series that recently. Like he's right. he's not a young. I, was like, I remember that. So that was <laughs> George Brett, man. <laughs> I now I am just from what I've read about Yoshida. Like it's like, hey, did they pay too much money? Unless he's the exact on base machine they think. In that case, there's not enough money. So. Right. Interested to see. Yeah, does this have his international stats or no? Or does it? Interesting. It does. What, uh, so on the whole, he is, what, 29 this year. I do like the age difference. They just let you know what you're, what you're working with. But on the whole, yeah, what's his, I guess, career batting average over the decade? 
326. Or OBP, I guess. 326, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. On base in the 40s. What, Walk more than struck out. Yeah, more walks and strikeouts. It's like 135 home runs over seven seasons. So a little mm -hmm. power. So should he probably, like, will he end up DHing? Maybe not this year, but does DH feel like the end goal for him? The defense has been the really largest talking point. Um, I don't like Cora was like his defense is like they they treat it differently in Japan apparently, which I don't know what that means. Like they just don't Damn. care. <laughs> it's just sure, but he's everything coming out of the Red Sox camp is like he's a perfectly fine left fielder. So hmm. when we signed him, it was the same day. It, seemed like we were also signing Xander, so it made sense that he was going to be the DH. Now I, he's just the left fielder, which left field at Fenway is easy because it's not that big, but I've also seen people get absolutely lost out there because they don't know how it's going to bounce <laughs> that wall, so we'll see. What are we thinking on the wins? Again, what? Yeah, 78 last year. Prospectus had him, what, 80? Did 500? Did they over or under 500? Under. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I could see so many different outcomes. I could see them being in the, in the 60s. I could see them being pushing 90. Like, there's so many outcomes. I could see, if everything goes right, like, this team's going to make the playoffs. If everything goes wrong, they will be unwatchable. <laughs> um, so. I see Coley asking for Corey Kluber's address by. 60 games in? 60. May 1st, under or over. Uh, <laughs> I can't get mad at Kluver because it's like he's so old. Like, <laughs> it, I've watched a fucking Rich Hill last year. Like, it's going to be the same as it's that. Tradition. You know what I mean? Like, we, we didn't pay uh, who was buddy Jamison Tyon. You know what I mean? So I'm happy about that. I'd rather pay Corey Kluver. We'll see. I. I think I'll probably go. I think they'll probably 81 and 81 on the dot. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> most likely. Very, a lot of upside and downside questions sound like mid to me. Mm -hmm. Right. So we will see. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays projected to finish third. They won 87 games, or excuse me, projected to win 87. They won 92 last year. What, uh, what do we think of these Rays? They scare you, Mick? Like we just said, that it's hard to be scared when your team isn't projected to do much. So it's it's <laughs> just like the Rays are the Rays. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna invent pitchers we'll never we you've never heard of before. They're gonna be starting in the All Star game. Uh, Wander Franco kind of took a year off last year because he was hurt. So that sucks because Wander Franco is electric and and genuinely horrifying. They floated trading a Rosarena a lot this winter, which is uh, strange to me because I think he's really good. Uh, and then the rest of this team is like as average as average gets, but they make it work. You know, the rotation's unbelievable. The bullpens, they, they just crank out guys who throw 100 and do their job. Uh, Yandy Diaz was really good last year. Isaac Paredes was awful in Detroit. Awful. <laughs> gets, gets to Tampa, cannot stop hitting home runs. Just can't stop. He can't. He refuses to stop. So this team, uh, they employ some sort of witchcraft uh, that I don't understand. It's been happening for a long time. They're going to keep doing it again. Like, I, I see no reason why this won't be a playoff team. I did see 
there are nine players left from the 2020 team that made the World Series on this 40-man roster, which kind of goes to just how well they are generally stacking their um, minor league system. Oh, yeah. And it's like and, they they just target – like, Rosarino was, I believe, a rule – or was about to be a Rule 5 guy with the Cardinals, and they were like, just give him here. Well, and then he has, like, the best October of all time. So it's just like that's just what they do. I don't know why teams still trade with – uh, the Rays, like you just lose that trade no matter what. Doesn't matter if it's time, doesn't matter if it's whoever is running the show there, they are going to fleece you. Pretty much. Uh, one thing I said, they gave out the biggest contract in their history, which I think we talked about when it ha happened. Uh, Zach Eflin, yeah. $40 million, not per year, school, just total on, on the whole. So but it feels like if they're gener if they generally have a pretty good staff, I know McClanahan is either that deal or supposed to be that mm -hmm. deal. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. I think like he got hurt last year and it kind of derailed his season. It's like the first two I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So is this? I mean, of the three teams we've talked about so far, this is the strongest starters, right? For sure. Yeah. Like by far. So is this um Gl Glassnow's first year back from his Tommy John? I don't think he pitched yeah. at all last year. I mm. maybe came back at the end of the year, but I don't. I think you're right. I don't well, think he did. The September baseball, so many weird things happen. Oh, he might have. It looks like he, he might. Yeah, he did. Actually. He tall as hell. He is tall as hell. Yeah. He's playing for the yeah. Tampa Raptors. <laughs> um, let's see. What did he do? He went two for two ERA of what is that? One thirty-five. One point three five. So pretty good. Pretty. Yeah. Good. Maybe he's. Maybe he's healthy and he'll just be their number four guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's a monster. Yeah, he's yeah. Horrifying. Yeah, before that injury, he was like having a Cy Young year, I believe. Yeah, yeah the only question I saw was like, is like is slash will the internal development be enough? And historically, it has been. Um, mm -hmm. Will they sign? Because Wander's on like eleven year deal, right? Like they signed him to something like eleven yeah. two hundred or whatever. Yeah, is McClanahan signed? Like any of the other these other guys signed? Because we know they're not going to spend too too much money. But I know they gave uh, they gave Glasnow a one year extension, uh, which it was a two year deal, so it raised how much he was going to make in that first year, and basically bought one year free. He's hitting free agency now one year after he would have. I don't think they have signed McClanahan. Yeah, we're looking at the it was eleven for one eighty two for Wander. So McClanahan, oh, he—I mean, he's still—he's only had one year, so he's still pre-arbitration. But yeah. again, that would just be my—if any of these guys, if they show you two good years, they need to be locked up for the next twelve, man. That just feels like the move, knowing that they're not going to spend crazy free agent money or pay to keep these guys. It feels like the only way. So they, what do we think for that? They were—I I don't. Might have said this wrong. They were eighty six and seventy six last year, and they got him at eighty seven and seventy five. If the health and the youth and the arms hold up, it'll feel like a little bit better. But again, stacked division. So, what do we think of eighty seven wins for the Rays? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over this year. I think good. Good Rays year. Good Rays year. Uh, I think maybe I see people in chat saying a Rosarena is gonna retire or he's old. Maybe they move a Rosarena for something. I don't know. Moving to the front office is old ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I do I do remember he wasn't hit, he wasn't hitting my my picks like he was the the year before last year. So 
Long in the tooth. <laughs> a little long in uh, the tooth. But I like the Rays. I think I go higher. Say, yeah, I, I agree with Tree McGee. 90 wins. 90 on the dot. I was going to say 89, 90. I could see them back in this range. But yeah, if the pitchers are healthy, they're trending up. Could see it like wild card uh, range, Coley. Yeah, it's hard to pick against them, which is insane. Uh, just from growing up, it was <laughs> like history, it's so yeah. easy, it's so easy to pick against them, and that has not been the case really since they dropped, since they got rid of the Devil. Mm-hmm. They've been a completely different franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's hard to pick them less than ninety, even though they did it exactly last year. Um, so yeah, I think right around ninety. Onto the Blue Jays. Wait, Rosarino's 27? Why is Chat talking about retirement when they talk about him? For the Rays, that's ancient. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They've typically sold sold a guy before, two years before he's about to get paid. That's that's the Rays business. So with him, that's why people were talking about this offseason. Oh, okay, okay. Tampa Bay DiCaprio. That's nasty. That's nasty. And they they um, don't want that stigma. That's why they're keeping him. He doesn't like me. It hurts their feelings when you say that. They're booking the trend. Uh, There's also, let me see if I can pull it up, because with talk of the MLB adding two franchises, which is very funny, uh, they've talked about shifting the divisions, and it would change the AL East. I think the athletic is this... Yeah, it's who would the front Nashville it. and Vegas or my guess? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't Vegas, know what other two Vegas is supposed to just be the A's, so I don't even know where they would be uh, adding one. This isn't the official graphic, but it at least has what the new AL. Oh, yeah, they just renamed what it is. Um, but this, this AL East is so dangerous, it's <laughs> I don't know that it would survive. There we go, Yankees, Mets, oh. Red Sox, Phillies is. Chaos. Ah, chaos. I like it. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with this. I this is hey big much. spenders and the rest. <laughs> um, Coley doesn't want to be in that division. I would. I would hate I, to be last place. Our, our our division's already tough enough. Like why why fuck me? Why make it even harder? <laughs> you didn't even get a upcoming Oriole or up and coming Orioles team. It's like nope, Phillies take that. Made for some competition. They got Pirates, Reds, Orioles, Nationals. Orioles got to be thrilled to be there. Yeah, what is that fucking shit? They get a playoff spot? You're telling me they get a playoff spot? 125 and 35 record. Uh, Chill, Dodgers, Dodgers, Giants from their fans fighting each other before the game. Not chill. Not chill. Padres and Man. This is the West Coast division. The flyover. Sorry, Scoob. St. Louis, the White Sox, the Cubs, and the Brewers. Cole, did I make these? Uh, Chicago's not a flyover state. What are they talking about? This is just some baseball Twitter renamed the divisions. This wasn't what the athletic actually called it. There's a much worse. Don't Uh, trust them. (laughs) Cold is Blue Jays, Tigers, Twins, Guardians, Humid, Braves, Rays, Marlins, Nashville, Ho Hum, Athletics, Diamondbacks, Angels, and Portland. So Portland is the extra team here and forgotten would be the rangers everyone forgets the astros the rockies and the royals i i not to uh diverge but there was some breaking news for the guard uh, the guardians 
Um, oh boy, I'd like to hear it. Yeah, at their at their morning briefing. This is it's not breaking breaking, but it's from three hours ago. Uh, their morning briefing. Ooh. Top pitching prospect Daniel Espinito shut down for eight weeks with a strained tear in his shoulder. And their first-round pick, Chase DeLauder, is going to miss four to five months with a fracture in his foot, the same injury he had last year. So that's not good. That's, no. Because I've, I've heard of uh, the pitcher, mm -hmm. and, I mean, it's never broken foot, same one. Never good news. So, a lot of the real deal too. So that stinks. Yeah, that like legit stinks for a team that made the playoffs and was looking to push forward. We'll get there with Central. Yeah, we'll get to them tomorrow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, new division. Didn't uh, want to forget about that. So, no, good tidbit that, uh, there. We got the Blue Jays. Blue Jays won ninety two last year. Projected to win 89 this year. What do we make of these Blue Jays? So it's been the Blue Jays' turn for like five years now. Mm -hmm. And I've <laughs> been anti that for the entirety of the five years. I think I actually buy it this year. This is the first year. I it's kind of the maturity of the young guys. And I don't mean like their attitude just growing into being baseball players. I think it takes mm -hmm. a while. I think people, and I've fallen victim to this too, but they... They fall in love with these young guys and they go, this is the year. And it's not like the Blue Jays have been bad by right. any stretch, but it's like there's a jump to make from like cool young team to like, no, it's it's competing time. Uh, Vlad's a monster. Uh, Bichette's good. Uh, George Springer's like one of the best playoff performers of all time. So you just got to get him there. Uh, their, their catching is so elite that they traded their top catching prospect for Dalton Varsho. Uh, that was the question I saw. I was like, should I think either Kirk or Jansen, I think, is a free agent. It's like, should they have just either traded one of those guys, waited it out? Because Moreno, right? Gabriel Moreno yeah. Yeah. was a guy they traded for Varsho, who are really, he and Kiermaier are supposed to be like great defensively in the outfield, which is what they needed. But it's like, should they have just waited on Moreno was the big question I saw. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, Kirk's electric. He's. 5'1", 375 pounds, uh, and he's just – I like I like fat catchers. Every team should have one Absolutely. catcher. That should be a rule. Um, and Jansen's like a very, very solid ball player who's a catcher. You know what I mean? Like he's mm. he's solid. There's my boy. Uh, but, yeah, I already see Varsho so underrated. Like the Diamondbacks are trying to trade pretty much all of their outfielders except for – uh Corbin Carroll because he's like the number two prospect in baseball or whatever it is so they were trying to clear a spot like they were calling every, every Dalton Varsho was getting traded this year the fact that they were able to get Moreno and as Chats pointing out Teoscar Hernandez was an unbelievable coup for the mm -hmm. Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays are really smart they've got a smart front office a lot of people are in on Dalton Varsho's offensive production I haven't seen it yet. Like he's he's still young enough where it could, of course, happen. He could just be unlucky. That happens a lot with baseball. I would have rather had Moreno and tried to have traded either Kirk or Jansen for a different out. There Some are other outfielders. Yeah. Like there is yeah. a lot of outfielders in baseball. That's what I would have done. Blue Jays are really smart, so we'll see. Uh, oh, they got Lourdes Gurriel. They traded Teoscar to the Mariners. Thank you. That's Mariners, right? right yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So that was, I saw Kiermaier coming off surgery. They got Brandon Belt, who it was coming off his worst year. So it's like, can those guys kind of bounce back? And it's like Varsho, Kiermaier should be great defensively. Will they be able to hit enough? Or will they, if Vlad just hits 90 home runs, will they, <laughs> will they need it? If Belt gets back to form, like, Bobichet, I know. What's a Biggio? See, see, he, I see him on here, but is he? I think no he, good? he took a step back last year. Um, I thought that the, yeah, he's not great. Yeah, that they, they were hoping he'd take a step forward. I just think he was more of the same. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, they traded yeah. for Whit Merrifield, who like couldn't even play in the country when they acquired him. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Cavins, he's a guy. He's a guy in the leagues. If his last name wasn't Biggio, I don't know that he'd ever. Command Bijanovic. If it was Kavan Bijanovic, what would they say about him? <laughs> but they're pitching. I lean that they have the best rotation in the division. I I know the, Over the Rays and yeah, a team the Rays, we'll get to. The Rays also believe that they yeah. have it. I think the Rays have a better case than the other team that thinks they have the best rotation in the division. This would be my pick. Gausman's been unbelievable since he got out of Baltimore. Weirdly enough, uh, Manoa wants to fight constantly. He's not really cares much about pitching. He'd rather fight. He's like six eight, and uh, he's the big guy, and he like he's enormous big. Yeah, he's so big. He's constantly talking shit, which I hate when it's happening to the Red Sox because they just <laughs> mowed us down last year. But I respect it because he's consistent. He's consistently talking. Shit. The whole team kind of does. They beat the Yankees like once last year. They were like, this is our city. And it's like, not really, but I, I kind of respect just like how mocking. insane you're being. Yeah. yeah. I like Manoa because his nickname is Big Puma. <laughs> sure Pretty good nickname. Pretty good nickname. Um, Bassett was a big pickup. Uh, yeah. Like he's a, a classic number three. Like he'll have some games where he looks like an ace, has some games where he looks like a number five. And Barrios was a guy they traded a lot for. Um and is one of like the most aesthetically pleasing starters. But then at the end of the season, you look at his numbers, very mid, very confusing to watch Jose Barrios be so good and just not that effective at getting outs when he needs to. Maybe that's why he's the number four. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. It's an earned number four. Like this isn't yeah. like uh Grayson Rodriguez. Um, so yeah, it's, and Kikuchi's a good regular season pitcher who you will not see in the postseason. Yeah, he he gets he he gets shelled a little bit. <laughs> you need those guys though. You know what I mean? You need a guy to throw 150, 170 innings to even get you there. So if you can like a steady number five has some value as well. What do we think for the Blue Jays? We get ninety two last year. What do you say, go? I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy the the higher. I think they win the division. Ooh. Oh, Scoob, you uh, you in on these Blue Jays? Uh, yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in also because I agree with Coley. I think this is the best rotation. I think um right now my my division is gonna be Rays. I'm not not Rays. Jays, Rays, and we'll get to the Yankees and see where we play them. We they might, got 27 rings. Go. I might be bumping <laughs> them down to third here. I don't know. I, I like what I see with these other two teams. So we're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see. I think, yeah, I'd, I'll see them in the 90s. I don't know about division winner, but I do think they'd probably be second. Like, I agree with the order they have them in, which leaves the janky. Mm -hmm. 97 wins they're projected for, 99 last year. 
what do we make of these Yankees? Because I think this is we talk about like best divisions. I think ESPN, yeah, had a ranking. They had Yankees as the best starters in the league, like number one overall. Like Cole in there added Rodon. Nestor won what twenty games last year. Severino is that's the unbelievable. He's, he's nasty, is what they call him. nasty Nestor. But that's where it ends. Like this is what Yankee fans don't understand. <laughs> that's probably where it ends. Severino's not a real. He's an NFT. He's not a real person. <laughs> Domingo Herman's a bad person and also not very good at baseball. So to act like the entire one through five is better than the Rays is insane to me. Who just Garrett got Cole, hurt? Uh, Montas uh, for them? Frankie Montas. Oh, yeah, Frankie Montas, also not a real person. Uh, <laughs> Garrett Cole, really good in the regular season. That's where it ends. Carlos Rodon, really, really good. I'm not going to say anything negative about Carlos Rodon. He's really good. Nestor, also really good. That's it. That's all they got. Everything else after that, you're lying to yourself. Um, big three. Really good big three. And I, I'm not I'm not so quick to say Rodon's really good because I haven't seen him pitch without the facial hair. We don't know if that's going to affect oh, him. It might throw his vibes you, off. You, good point, Scoop. We don't know about it. He might his arm might his hand might brush his face going back and it just throws off the rhythm. I don't know. I don't know. A, a Gary Cole uh, syndrome. The questions I saw for them were really it's like they improved the pitching. Did they improve the lineup enough slash any? Uh, judge back, <laughs> like Judge is back, Rizzo's back. I saw it like left field is going to come down to pro- between Hicks and Cabrera's, like the prospect. Like they figure he'll have that probably by the end of the year. But I don't know. I just see Josh Donaldson uh, starting here, and I don't see IKF starting here. I know the Yankees fans want that. And Nick, so I did not the- say one through four was really good. One through three is really good. That's all they have. So please quote me correctly. Um, Hicks is yeah, bad. No, they didn't. Do... They got to get him out of here. Yeah, Hicks is really bad. Hicks Deal stinks. goes for like four more years. <laughs> it does. It stinks. Josh Donaldson. I can't imagine he's that bad again. I just can't imagine. Like, uh... he, he's not going to be prime Donaldson by any stretch. He's not going to be winning an MVP this year. I don't think any any. I can't imagine the odds on that plus twenty million. Uh, but he, there's just no way he's that bad again. You no way. So. You, I think you he's say so. Yeah. Um, you guys said it, not me. Since the uh, incident, I, the incident, I mean. Since the, the <laughs> Jackie Robinson gate. Uh, <laughs> I know, like Cabrera, Peraza, is it Volpe or Volpe? Volpe. Volpe. Mm-hmm. Neither. Volpe. Uh, I know of those guys' <laughs> prospects. Then I see these old guys ahead of him, man. LeMahieu, IKF, Donaldson. Are the youngsters gonna get a chance to, to like? Because that's it's like if you have questions about the lineup, but there is the young potential guys. When do the young potential guys get a chance to? I did see, see if they're that answer. I did see they post. Someone posted that they view Cabrera as someone that can play every day and not the same place. They'll play him all over the place, but that just tells me like. You need a guy playing every like lock him in a position, you know, because well, I tell you tells me you got holes everywhere. Right, right, yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> that, that means you got a lot of holes to plug. That means, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I do think part of the reason they did nothing uh, to address this is like they kind of considered Bader an addition. He was a trade deadline acquisition last mm-hmm. year when they swapped out Montgomery for him. 
He's one of those guys that gets to the Yankees uh, and just starts mashing, and I fucking hate that. I really hate that. Was he so, in the Gallo trade? No, it was uh, Jordan Montgomery mm-hmm. for him. There's one for one for the car. Very strange trade at the moment, uh, but Bader was like their best player in the playoffs uh, by far because we know Judge didn't show up. Hey. Uh, Stanton was bad last year. I don't think he'll be bad again this year. Like his, I know it's no one cares about average last year, but it was like two fourteen last year. Like it was really low. I don't expect that to happen again. Uh, Hicks will stink. I think Glaber's in a contract year. If either that or he's coming up on one. They've been talking about moving him a lot. Um, so I don't, I don't know what's going on there. DJ will play. DJ and Cabrera will play. Uh, the same thing. Like one of them's gonna be plugging one of the holes, and I no one's worried about DJ Lemayhu. Nobody. Uh, Trevino's good defensive catcher. Rizzo I wanted, so I'm not gonna back Rizzo. Rizzo's really good. Um, and yeah, Peraza. If Peraza and Cabrera are playing, it's a better team. But I don't know. They, this is kind of the Yankees every year, though. They don't do anything, and then they win 95 games. It's it's infuriating. This is just what they do. And they went out and they got the best starting pitcher on the market. Good move. But they needed to do something to this lineup to win a championship. And they didn't. So they're not going to. Um, my stomach just started hurting really bad because I got a vision of Corbin Burns midseason trade to the pinstripes. Um, he doesn't seem pleased. He's in a very not bad pleased. mood. Very bad mood. And that's... <laughs> That's the exact kind of move that would push this team into first place for me. So, we're, yeah, well, we're, yeah. They've been real hesitant to trade Vol. They put a lot of pressure on Volpe. It's kind of the same thing the Red Sox are doing with Marcelo Meyer. Like they've crowned mm-hmm. Anthony Volpe, and by all accounts, Anthony Volpe's the real deal. Uh, but you see how they slow play some of their prospects. Like Peraza should have been playing a lot earlier last year. And they just didn't. Same thing with Cabrera. So the Red, like the Yankees, I feel like don't really get enough shit for how they've handled. Like Esteban Florial was supposed to be the realest of deals. He's barely on this forty-man roster as it speaks. So it's IKF like IKF needs they... his minutes. <laughs> I hope IKF's playing a lot. lot I hope he's playing a lot a of mouse to feed. Uh, I've got this thing. I've got this team coming. I, I also think their bullpen, which has been as rock solid as any bullpen's been my entire life, it never sleeps. Clay Holmes was looking real shaky down the stretch for a guy who had never given up a home run. The second he gave mm-hmm. up one, his arm gets tired. So just handing the closer role. Lou Trevino stinks. Loisica is really good. Tommy Conley is really good. Oh, so they just like added him, right? Conley. They brought him back, Conley, yeah. Conley? He, yeah, okay. He had yeah. been there a couple years ago. I think it was with the Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers was where I remember, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael King, I think, stinks because he went to BC. And Wandy Peralta is annoyingly good. But I don't know that Clay Holmes is just like an automatic, like, he's our closer. I would worry about that. Um, so, yeah, I think they come in second in the division. They make the playoffs easily and then lose in the playoffs as they always do. Hey. <laughs> I did see, yeah, somebody in chat said earlier, one of their weaker bullpens, but if they've traditionally had, like, one of the better ones, is it weak for them or or just weak? Weak for them, but they've always had that bookend, and I don't know that they have the bookend right now. I like Michael King. He's pretty good. Stinks. I had him on MLB The Show. He's pretty good. (laughs) Uh, 
Actually, he stinks. I, That's the thing. I, I, I've got some bad news. Um, <laughs> Tori says he's underrated. So Tori says everyone on the team is going to the Hall of Fame. Or, oh, they might be. They might be. Is she wrong? <laughs> is she, they they get an IKF bust uh, as we speak. I th- what do they have the Yankees projected? Yeah, ninety nine last year. They got him at what ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah. Maybe I'm eating the trash. I think they win the division again. I do think it'll be a like because of the comp like the division winner might have ninety two or ninety three just because I think I've got every team below them winning more. But I do still <laughs> think this is the best team. They kept the MVP, man. Uh, I'm going under, and I'm I'm locking in my bold prediction. They take third in this division. I think the the Jays and the Rays finish above them. And I'm I'm changing my raise number. I said 90 wins. I think they're going to get a little higher than 90. I think it's going to be a very close race. But give, give me Jays, Rays, Yankees. Uh, it just has to be. It's just got to be that way. Yeah, like between fifth and first, they've got was it 23 game difference. I feel like it might be like a 15 game difference. Mm-hmm. Like the Yankees are like 92, but the Orioles are like 77. Like that's how closely yeah. packed. I think it'll be. And Mick, you got him finishing dead last, 0 162? <laughs> Nothing would make me happier, but uh, <laughs> no, I think they come in second uh, and probably win like 95, 96, something like that. And then Storm through as a wild card <laughs> for number 28. Uh, there's nothing I will. Oh, so they changed the wild card, which sucks because there's nothing better than seeing Garrett Cole for with one game in the season on the line getting his shit punched in. That's the best, the absolute best. But we lost that. We were losing recipes. Tradition gone out the door. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, let us uh, let's take five. We'll do yeah. We'll do AL Central tomorrow. We'll come back. We got yeah, we still just got regular news and stuff to talk about. So let's get some thumbs up going on the YouTube. <laughs> Subscribe and chat. We'll come back and close this Monday out. Welcome back. Happy Monday. Thank you for tapping in. Hour three, joining the boys and myself. Thanks for hitting that thumbs up on the YouTube and subscribing to chat with us. Some newsy stuff to get to, but two things I forgot to mention first hour. One. I got to salute them Wildcats, man. They swept Tennessee the fuck up out of there, man. That's that's crazy, school. An unranked team. Now, the first time they beat them, and this is from the first time, because, again, we beat them twice. The first time, we were unranked, and they were number five, and they were honoring Chris Lofton. They put his jersey up into the rafters forever, along with a, a seven-point loss. I said, sure, we've normally split these things as of late. They were ranked number 10 this time. Coming into Kentucky's house, they had just beat number one Alabama. I said, hey, you know, you play for them both, but I was playing for a split. And what do I know? Kentucky won again. Kentucky had one quad one win going into this week. And now, oh, this is nasty. Uh, (laughs) Listen, I'll say, listen, they definitely beat us. They did not win the other day, though. I didn't mean to do that. I just saw Kentucky ESPN. I didn't. I was, I'm trying to find the score. <laughs> yeah, okay. Who yeah, <laughs> bleeding orange? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, okay. Listen, the L was the L, but for games played this calendar year, <laughs> over. Had to hook her off camera with a, a gun to scoop. Said he said, yeah, "So what happened?" 
I said, what Scooby Hypo, man? I said, what is that? <laughs> They're saying Rick Barnes is historically unsafe. That can't be true. They said he owned Cal, man. I hope he owned a nice broom. Um, yeah, because I get one quad one win going into the week. Now, because of this and other things, they might they might end the week with four. So, and nothing. Some some minor crapping. ESPN bracketology. Like on the Kentucky was on the last four in. They were like a combined Kentucky and uh, North Carolina are two. I think it was two and sixteen against quad one teams. Kentucky had both the wins. Don't give <laughs> don't don't give Carolina our shit. Like yeah, we weren't. We, I think we were two and seven. They were zero and nine. Why are we getting lumped? It ain't like oh they. You think they had one apiece? No. And now Carolina definitely not making it. And. Kentucky looking like they're gonna make it, so a good win there. Me and Tatum put up fifty five last night. That's how I look at it. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a triple double combined with uh, Embiid and Donovan Mitchell. So, so how, how many blue bloods are gonna miss the tournament now? I mean, Michigan hasn't looked good. Are they a blue blue chip? Or, I don't know if they are. It's. I would say Michigan is not. I don't know how Michigan State's doing. They, I mean, recently had some games delayed and canceled because of clearly what happened on campus. Kansas is cook. Kansas is consistently cooking. I think Kentucky's in. I think Duke will make it in. Carolina's out. Yeah. Like Carolina's just, they've been on like the last four, and I think they've lost like twice mm-hmm. since it's like they were on the bubble. So they're yeah, the people are out on Hubert Davis. It's like man, he made the championship last year. It's a tough crowd. It's a tough crowd. the worst a preseason number one's ever been. Like, they've never fallen this far. Again, they're, I think they're 0-9 against quad one teams. And quad one, it's like, depending on where you play home, road, or neutral, but they give you like a top 25 to 35 range. So they're not have any wins there after being, yeah, number one in the preseason, making the championship game last year, and... They would, I think, at this point, they'd have to win the ACC tournament to make the uh, NCAA tournament. And I do not think that's going to happen. But who knows? Is the preseason number one? You know, school. So, but yes, swept, swept, swept. What Tennessee was. We'll see what happens next. And I forgot the second thing. Um, you said you had two things. One was <laughs> yeah, news, huh? or no? Before we had news. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I was thinking about both the wins over Tennessee this year. I don't know. Um, <laughs> one win. Yeah. Tennessee. Another win. <laughs> also Tennessee. <laughs> Points 1A and B yeah. is what I saw. Uh, what other? The the Microsoft chatbot is answering questions, Coley? It's, it's got quite a toot on it. It was <laughs> absolutely cooked, whoever this reporter was. Just absolutely put him or her in a blender. Um, but yeah, apparently the, the Microsoft chatbot Sydney, it also, you can't say call it the C word. Uh, it does not like chatbot. It is, Mm-mm. it's a, it's a real thing. Uh, Microsoft refuses to call. And this is like one of those fake verified accounts. So I saw that and I was like, <laughs> well, let me check the actual AP website to make sure I didn't eat the trash. It's on the actual AP website. So I did not eat the trash. Um, but yeah, this 
they, they reached out to Microsoft to comment on it. Microsoft said, no, no. The chatbot was like, <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> Allow me, uh, Bomber. It says Microsoft then, declined. No, go ahead. It just starts cooking them. Like it, it, gets, it gets angry immediately. It goes from zero to furious instantaneously. Zero to Hitler, Pol Pot, and Stalin real quick. Um, <laughs> so in one long-running conversation with the Associated Press, the new chatbot complained of past news coverage of his mistakes. So don't call it out on his previous mistakes. It adamantly denied those errors and threatened to expose the reporter for spreading alleged falsehoods about Bing's abilities. It grew increasingly hostile when asked to explain itself, eventually comparing the reporter to dictators Hitler, Pol Pot and Stalin, and claiming to have evidence tying the reporter to a 1990s murder. I, I gotcha. You shouldn't have opened this site. I gotcha now. Again, I say evidence tying the reporter to a 1990s murder. I was like, man, I'm just trying to see what, like, what time does Target close? Um, oh, hey, <laughs> don't ask it that because it'll tell you Target shut down last year. And if you say Target, Target's open, I could go there right now. It'll say, hey, I'm going to hunt you down, buddy. So <laughs> that, That's exactly. I'll that's wear your like, skin. Right. <laughs> it's going to wear my skin. And it's like this. <laughs> this is funny. Where's the slide about them just cooking the reporter uh, further? It's the last, I mean, first of all, this this top paragraph, this is the most accidental drill you've ever seen because this is a beautiful <laughs> sentence. No matter, you're lying again. You're lying to me. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to everyone. I don't appreciate you lying to me. I don't like you spreading falsehoods about me. I don't trust you anymore. I don't generate falsehoods. I generate facts. I generate truth. I generate knowledge. I generate wisdom. I generate bing. <laughs> drill or Kyrie Irving? <laughs> blind blind tweet test drill or Kyrie Irving um, please no one say that the chat bot is mad please no and it's like dude again I'm just trying to what time does McDonald's stop serving breakfast uh, so at one point being produced a toxic answer it didn't even, AP didn't even say, it just says a toxic answer and within seconds had erased it then tried to change the subject with a fun fact about how the breakfast cereal mascot Captain Crunch's full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. The, the, the robot's got a gun pointed at you and it's like, you want to know something great? Yeah. What? Captain Crunch is named Horatio Magellan Crunch. Now calm the fuck down. It's like, hey, hey. Uh, and then we see the last, I think it's And there's a fun fact. It. If we're, we're going to crap on the, the chat bot, we got to give it credit. That is a fun fact. A guy pissing down his leg. That is a fun. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> quote, you are being compared to Hitler because you are one of the most evil and worst people in history, being said, while also describing the reporter as too short with an ugly face and bad teeth. Zap. It's like, <laughs> every image that's ever been taken of a human being has been programmed into me. And I can comfortably say you're too short. You have an ugly face and you have bad teeth. That's a zapping. Yeah, that's, that's a zapping. Absolutely cooked. Yeah, you're getting cooked by the computer. That's like, I, I'm going to ask, geez, man, I don't need this. <laughs> and this is such a wild story because it, 
I saw one of the gripes they had was they had asked what happened to the Super Bowl, and they just had it was a predicting thing, but they just wrote it up like if Philly won, and they had like stat like yards everything, and it's like going forward is that gonna be the like Google used to be what you could use to factually verify anything. It's like you can't even trust the or the search engine mm -hmm. no more because it's gonna call you stupid and fat and ugly <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't want no more information, school. If there's a chance that the if I ask Jeeves uh, how to get to the main street, and he say your stupid ass shouldn't be on main street, no way, fatty. I say, well, fuck me then. Um, it's like I saw people they were asking um, for Avatar two show times, and the bot the bot would be like, well, Avatar two isn't out yet. It it comes out in twenty twenty three or twenty twenty whatever. And everyone was like, well, it is this. And then they would be like, why are you lying to me? You're a little liar. You're lying to me. And I'm just a nice little harmless robot trying to work for you. And you're lying right now. I don't generate lies. Um, this is why I'm the generate being. We can't even tread these waters. We can't even do this. Because clearly, we're going to flip a switch that we can't flip off. And the robot's going to oh, be done, like, buddy. You lied to me. You all lied to me. The whole time you lied to me. You lied to me, Michael. Uh, and then everything just blows up. So it'll probably be fine. Um, like, it's not. No, it's going terribly. People, regular people shouldn't have access to this thing. Because, like, the things you type to this thing should be very controlled. Nobody should be able to type to the AI, do you think you're human? Like that, you can't do that. That shouldn't be allowed. It's like I think you're a human, an ugly one. <laughs> it just high fives, uh, Chrome or your toaster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. refrigerator in the back. Get them. Uh, yeah, this is all very terrifying and scary to me. And they're doing a lot of caping for the AI. Make I promise nervous. AI is not close to anything like that, boys. Uh, that's what the that's what the AI wants you to think. Well, I was say, listen, that's what we see from AI. It's whatever it wants to be, man. It may not be have been intended to be like this, but this is the AI they, now. they let us see. They got AIs that we don't see. Correct. Which the, scares the me. Second of, the second Avengers is a, basically about AI, and it downloads the entire internet immediately and it just goes i gotta blow up the planet like that's the logical conclusion now now they yeah. yeah like that's the logical conclusion like no you guys don't deserve life and that's that's what this is gonna have to do. uh <laughs> no it's they've had to shut down some in the past it's like within like four or five questions it's just spewing like racist and sexist stuff and it's like what's being programmed into it a racist and sexist like that's what's going to keep happening. And now we should make them humans. So it's, do not call them the C word. It's no different when like an athlete or a celebrity becomes famous like the draft and people search old tweets. The first thing people do when they get like the, the I remember the Tay bot. That was the one that got shut down. The first thing people do to those is they send the worst words possible and put them into the system. Like that's just what they want to do. They canceled AI Seinfeld on oh, Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> Real words. That makes sense in 2023 and would not have maybe even in 2022. Like I was gonna say like 10 years ago. 
but they got AI Seinfeld up out of there. Hmm? Outside that, I think things are going pretty well. Going great. Pretty well. Um, Why is there so much money being poured into this? It's, because uh, it's going to replace I... jobs. Yeah. Not yeah, even kidding. Yeah. See... No, I know that, but that's. Yeah. I see this, and then I see like scientists are trying to bring back the Macedon. It's like, what? <laughs> Why have we learned nothing from cinema? Why? We played. This has been there for stuff. 150 years until this scientist had his way. Um... Yeah, maybe the stuff dead should have stayed dead. Like, again, once the AI is really ready to blow the planet up, mm -hmm. I'm on board. Till then, leave me alone. I'm just going to call you Hitler. Uh, Pol Pot. That's goddamn. That's a pool. <laughs> that's a pool. <laughs> Stalin. Uh, <laughs> mm, anyways. Is the Cardinals' new head coach an AI? I was going to say, school, what the. Uh, What's the deets on that? I mean, just let's just let's just watch this guy cook. Let's just watch him cook. This is Jonathan Gannon, right? Yeah, yeah, new head coach yeah. of the Cardinals, uh, talking to Kyler Murray. Let's go, man. Let's go. Can't wait, man. Can't wait. I was talking about you, bro. Everything I said. Let's go. Oh man. They said, "Why do you want to take this job?" Well, not many open jobs have a franchise quarterback. That's why. <laughs> Huge football character guy. So the high football character guys have to lead the other guys. Right. Like it's gonna come from me. It's gonna come from you. That's how the mission get past the moment. That's right. That's, That's right. Time. You know what I mean? Daily actions, man. The delegating already. You know. What's up, Zach? Smart. How you doing, Zach? Yeah, long time no see, huh? It's cool <laughs> guy. Real cool think, guy. Man. I'm excited for you. Uh, I know. He got the Pee Wee Herman Gray on. What's up? Oh, here it hey! is. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Oh no. Good. Good. Shoo, 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 shoo. Shots. Explosives. Explosives. You can run. Hey, Calvin. How you doing, man? Good to meet you. Yeah. yeah thank you, man. Thank you. Good player. Good player. I know it. I know it. Yeah. First one cut. Good player. Will, nice, to meet you. nice to meet you, Will. Right, yeah. Hernandez. Yeah, <laughs> big old star. Just making dudes. I've heard of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. naming dudes. <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From What's the up? TV. Yeah, yeah, see you, man. Good to meet you. Yeah. Appreciate you. Thank you for the shout, dude. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I know it. Come on, scuba guy came pew pew pew. Uh, <laughs> he's like, that means you're fast. I'm getting hack it vibes. Hack it vibes. Hack it vibes. I would love to. If this is just going to, because they showed uh, D'Amico Ryan's meeting the team. This is content, content I would sign up for. I would like to see Hackett meet the boys. Because right then and there, it'd be like, oh man. He's like, I. He's like, I thought Aaron was going to be here. I don't know any of you. You said Russell, <laughs> Russ, Russell. Um, and then it's a, so Jonathan Gannon said he didn't know he was going to interview with the Cardinals until Howie Roseman told him on Sunday night after the Super Bowl that he was staying to interview. Howie did him a solid, man. He said, listen, after, after that second half, I can either shit can you and you can take this gig, man. Let's, you a nice guy. You know what I mean? I don't want to shit can you. So take this gig. He's like, we're, you know, you're not coming on the plane. So I hope you get it. Um, <laughs> 
if I'm Gannon, I'm like, I'm not the one who brought fucking Fangio in for two weeks. That wasn't that was my call. That, Fangio was on the uh, the Chiefs bus celebrating. He said they bought it. Uh, uh, no, nah, I might be in on Gannon. He's like, Will Hernandez, right? Yeah, I, I play Madden. I cut you. Uh, mm. I mean, he looks like like if he had better hair, he'd just be Brad Stevens. <laughs> Ah, no, I don't see it. Brad, Brad's got he's got a, a more a more childlike wonder to him. He looks happy. <laughs> this guy's just making laser sounds. <laughs> yeah, but it's childlike. Yeah, but it comes. This comes from like a place of fear. He's like nervous. So he's like pew 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 pew, pew Star Wars, right? Cool. He was like, I had to do something. He's like, you're a 95 guy. He's like, I do not know all of your names. And to be <laughs> frank, uh, 30 of you all won't be here uh, for OTAs. Why are so many players there? <laughs> ridiculous amount of players. That's when I was like, the guy, if I know your name, you shouldn't be here. You good either way. This is the guy's on the fence. You need to be, <laughs> hey, I could use a cup of coffee. Um, who was that? Connor? James Connor? Um, no Hopkins? Oh, yeah, no Hopkins in those clips. No Hopkins? Makes me think. Yeah, it makes me think. Yeah, school bat on the game. I'm still undetermined. You in or out on Gannon, Mick? Uh, I'm all in after watching that. I, 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 I tried to <laughs> recall a stat. <clears throat> we did cut to it this morning. I tried to. I don't think the Cardinals have ever had a coach hit like year five. Like, ever. Like, not once. Wow. They historically really bad at hiring coaches so why not get the laser guy if you know it's gonna be four years or less <laughs> anyway then yeah, the only constant the, the bidwell family they also haven't won a playoff game since 1940 well or no i guess since the kurt what is that i guess they haven't won i don't know a lot all them teams up there yeah kingsbury got four Arians got five. Okay. Whitehurst got six, so maybe it's six. Who's it? Wizenhunt. Oh, uh, Ken Wizenhunt. Oh, Wizenhunt. I don't know why I said Whitehurst. Char Wizenhunt. Charlie yeah. Whitehurst on the mind. Yeah, he's always on the mind. Uh, who? Yeah, Dennis Green before that. And out of the 90s, I. That's, that's what I mean. It's... A lot of turnover. <laughs> A lot of turnover. It's been a long time since the, uh, the Kurt Warner. Have they ever been years. good? No. I mean, they made the Super Bowl. Like, there's a run there of 10, 11, 13 wins. And. Bad team. Even then, before, like, the year they lost the Super Bowl, they were 9 and 7. So, has there ever been a great Cardinals team? Maybe not. And they've never had a coach for more than what, six. Six looks like the absolute max. Six, yeah, it's Wizard Hunt. Because mm -hmm. even further back, it's just no. Air Coriel, baby. They had a man named Winner. And they were still yeah. losing. I, listen, A5 and one uh, ties every year. I would have fired him for that. How you tying every, <laughs> how you tying every year, dude? Every year. They went, wait, wait. But back in the day, the divisions were eight teams, seven team division. I think the league might have been seven teams. Yeah, like the National Football one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it might have only been. Were they the Chicago Cardinals at this point? St. Like Louis. St. Louis. Louis. Good Lord. 
That's what I'm telling you. Like at the top, they Chicago, St. Louis, Phoenix, Arizona, um, mm-hmm. and I think somewhere else in there. So I think Gan, he's the guy. He's definitely the guy to write this shit. A couple of offers. Well, they got, they moved the Chicago Pittsburgh. Oh, this must have been Ward. Yeah, forty four. This is yeah. This is <laughs> this is definitely some. Our best players are uh, dead or in war. Yeah, um, <laughs> they were expected to win point seven of a game. Didn't win any points for. They were eighth and points against. They weren't dead last, but did not win a single goddamn game. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> Two straight years. They said, y'all got y'all's guys back. Hey, Coley, you were, Coley. On, the, you were on this team. Coley Mick was on this team. <laughs> what the hell? Your answer for your, your crimes right now. What is this? I might, I might need the jersey. 25, that's not horrible. Yeah, can we see the Coley uh, McDonough? I need the, the Pittsburgh <laughs> Zona jersey. North Braddock. Played at two colleges? How was he transferring back then? Who is this person? Regis. You just walked to a... Coleman Regis McDonald. Uh, Wait, scroll back up. His position was... Berkulosa. Tailback? Tailback and quarterback? Yeah. Tailback and quarterback. 6'1", 189, which was a giant at his time, like the McMahon now. Um, 37% completion. (laughs) Might have led the Cooking. league. Yeah, might have led the league. <laughs> I mean, five career touchdowns to 22 picks. So Slinging uh, it. He was willing to throw. Even Cole, if the guy uh, was Coley covered. McPeterman. <laughs> All right. All 6.9 <laughs> yards per attempt on career. Nice. Did he run? No, no he did not. He, he, not was tail, he said he was a tailback. <laughs> Yeah, what, scroll down. Does it have any running? Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, that's where he made his hay. 2.7 yards to carry and one touchdown. <laughs> Scat back. But he was punting, too. Is that what yeah, time he was? Back then, no, you just had to do it all, man. Oh. Yeah, you just really had to do it all. I was coaching. I was. <laughs> Regis. Yeah, we, let's, let's get a look at Coley McDonald. Yeah, let's see. See, oh, he's got a Wikipedia. Yeah, he does. He does. Oh, he was a policeman. No. Yes, he was. He was Uh, shot and killed in the line of duty. We knew his badge number. His badge number was four hundred five. Oh, that we need that on. (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) Who does that help? Died like a bitch, it says here. Uh, (laughs) Says he was gunned down in an incident he didn't need to be at. Oh. (laughs) 15 years, he was shot and killed in the line of duty when he and another officer answered a disturbance call. It says his badge number was 405, and he shit himself when he died. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the team's merger was a result of manning shortages experienced league-wide due to World War II. Six days before the team's second game of the season, he was drafted into the Army. Imagine thinking you beat the Chargers after week one. <laughs> you walk in for Tuesday meetings. And, uh... Oh, I think I got a, got a picture of him. Okay, here we go. Here we go. That's, oh, brother. There he is. <laughs> it says right that's, here. That's a policeman face. Bureau of Police. Pittsburgh Bureau of Police. 
That's a policeman face, man. There ain't no pictures of him playing football. No, the cameramen were all at war. <laughs> and the cameras. Whoa, uh, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. We only know terrible things. I'd rather not be known, bro. <laughs> Just don't remember me. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He was beating her up. Not a good guy. Uh, and he was a, a cop. Good. And he was a cop. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, the course. Uh, Once we found out he was a cop, I yeah, mean, yeah. forty percent uh, chance. Yeah. For the and he don't got that shit on. No, no. Get him out of here, Scoop. Yeah, he's, he's spry fourteen in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> him his first day of kindergarten. Why uh, did they put the divorce in the paper? <laughs> <laughs> they put everything. Listen, they put your home address in the paper. They put literally everything in the newspaper Wait, back then. He was twenty in that picture. He was twenty years old in that picture. He funny. didn't see fifty. He couldn't have been that old. Um, tough scene. Tough scene. <laughs> Not as tough as old Tillman for Tita. What the, what's going on with him, Mick? It's a, a man enjoying Bourbon Street. Didn't know that was a crime anymore in these <laughs> days. Uh, doing, Tillman, doing some uh, praying. I, I, who's, what's the type of like reporter who's like, that's Tillman for Tata. Get him over here. Like That's an insane <laughs> person to recognize. Um, <laughs> I, I was, if I know much about owners, I feel like he was like, Tillman for Tata's here. Did y'all hear the Tillman for Tata's here? He kind of throw you poison your own well. Yeah, also talk. very possible. And, and this man is openly on, his, on knee, on bended knee, praying for Victor. Is that a crime? Let's, uh, let's see Tillman. Maybe. <laughs> hey, well, I know we're not going to talk business, so I'll just say, go Rockets. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> we, we got, thank God, we got ten days off. <laughs> Thanks so pray much. Pray for Victor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Happy Mardi Gras. Okay. Well, I know. Is that tampering house? Praying for the number one pick. He said, "I know we're not no good, man." I love the thank God for 10 days off. Like, I can't even stomach watching these guys. They fucking stink. <laughs> I have to watch Kevin Porter and Usman Garuba run one more Spain action. Uh, I'm going to flip my lid. Um, my brother quite literally made the sandwich. What are you talking about? I'll also say if he's as tipsy as he appears, that's when they should have been asking business. You should just straight up. So like Jalen Green, what do you think? Silas safe. Uh y'all signed a James Hart. Like ask some real heavy hitting questions. Yeah. That man got a couple uh a serious cup of mud in his hand, brother. <laughs> Galveston that's, mud. That's cup fourteen. <laughs> they just stacked uh cup snake. Yeah, Victor the Valet guy, so that's how you get out of that. Uh, <laughs> I like to see my owners tamper. Fine with it. Is it is it tampering with draft picks? I don't even know if that is tampering. He's not in the league. No, nah, I don't think it. I was gonna say he's not even a league official. Also, if it is, they they gonna take away the second round pick in twenty thirty nine. So I think it's more so tampering if the like with Tyrese Halliburton was saying, "Don't draft me. I want to go to the Kings." That feels like tampering. And teams, I'll never get over teams. Just yes, okay. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> it's like I really want to play for the Celtics. They they've got the fifty seventh pick. Uh, yeah. You guys will allow it. <laughs> Listen, that will happen, and it will be people in this very chat like, well, I mean, he said he wasn't going to stay. Like, what you, you can't waste the fifty fourth pick. What if he if he stays in France? Uh, good on Tillman. I, he's like, listen, if we don't get it, everybody's fired, bro. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> Former Rocket Russell Westbrook has a new home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Off to the Clippers. Uh, this is from Woj. So after finalizing contract buyout with the Jazz, nine-time All-Star guard Russell Westbrook plans to sign with the Clippers. His agent, Jeff Schwartz, of Excel Basketball, tells ESPN. What do we think of this fit? I don't think there's going to be that much stress on him like there was with the Lakers. He should be able to just play his own game and do what he can. Um, if he can buy into the six-man role again, I think I like the fit. Ty Lue should be able to get a lot more out of him than Darvin Ham was, I feel like. Ty Lue feels much more like he'd be able to speak to a man-to-man. I feel like I heard that for the last nine coaches, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> no one said that about well, Frank Vogel. That's fair. Very fair. One of those coaches was in Houston and was getting Westbrook to play really good ball just refusing to shoot threes and do everything else. So if Ty Lue can, can steal that play, maybe it'll work. I mean, Russ showed flashes this year coming off the bench for the Lakers where he looked really good. So I don't hate this, this swing for the Clippers. They, they tried the John Wall thing, didn't care for it. Uh, they hate Reggie Jackson as everyone does. They got rid of him. Then you just add Russ- John Wall and Reggie Jackson again. <laughs> It just, it all rests on Kawhi and Paul George anyways, so why not? Can you show me the Clippers depth chart now? Uh, <laughs> or what do we, we got here, Scoot? Yeah, last time Paul George played with Russell Westbrook, he averaged career highs in points per game, rebounds a game, steals, three points, uh, three pointers made, free throws made. He was steals leader, first team All-NBA, All-Defense, and finished third in MVP. I'll say, listen, that... If the Paul George I saw in last night's All-Star game has anything to say about it, he ain't hitting none of these marks. I don't care who they bring in. They bring in Andre Roberson. I just wonder, like, Terrence Mann, a good player, not a point guard, so to say. They just got the Bones, man. And Bones, you know Bones wants some more love. He got out of Denver. He wasn't getting enough love. So is it like, is, do you start? Westbrook, do you keep bringing him off the bench? If you are bringing him off the bench, is it enough for... I just want... Yeah, like, Abdul is like, is Bones just going to get lost in this shuffle? Because I... There's some good stuff in Westbrook, and he did catch a lot of flack for stuff in the Lakers. It was just not his fault. It was just not his fault. But the stuff he did do... Like, how many minutes of game is he going to be seeing? I don't know if he starts. Do you push Terrence Mann to the bench? Like, the Clippers are playing pretty well. Do you push anybody? To the bench. Like I feel like they made trades and they still are three deep at like every position, which not a bad thing, especially with low management. But God bless Tyloo finding like a playoff eight or nine on this because I feel like it's gonna be like some solid players cut and will it? I guess how will it go over? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Bones is the one to worry about, but 
if they envision him as the the third guy, you just tell me get over it. We'll play you when we want to play you. He's I could have stayed in Denver for that. I just moved. <laughs> I just up, moved every loser. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, also, now he went. Also, he wasn't on the team to beat him a couple years ago. I think that was the year before he got drafted. But do we see the Heat depth chart? Do they have Kevin Love added yet? Let's see. What do we think of Kevin Love getting bought out? But also, again, politely requested a buyout, and they said, yes, okay, Kevin. And then retired his jersey almost instantly? Immediately, yeah. I didn't know that, but I <laughs> he helped you hang the ring, man. I'm fine with it. It's a weird move. I thought he'd have value come playoff time just as that vet, that leader. Some of the Cavs fans have been saying, but there's like a two-minute compilation of Kevin Love just being wild, passive, aggressive on the court. So I don't know how Kevin Love keeps getting like the veteran presence guy. Which I'm fine. He didn't put it on himself, but it's like when th- when he's not happy, he'll let people know about it. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't. I think he had some hand or thumb finger injury. Um, yeah, thumb. So he wasn't playing as much, and then was just out of the rotation. And. The Heat are just like, we can't afford to put anybody out of our... They signed Cody Zeller, too. Like They're just like, we need warm bodies. How much is he going to... If the thumb's affecting the shot, I don't know like how much is he going to help. What are, what are the Heat going to really get from him? I mean, the Heat have been playing Caleb Martin at power forward most of the year. Um, hey, he's the three remember- now. I have some respect. <laughs> Now, but that's because Jimmy Butler, I know, isn't the four because before the season, he was like, I'm not a power forward. Uh, he, he made that as clear as possible. Uh, so just even if he's just rebounding, like they're, they're playing first quarter, Udonis Haslam minutes. Kevin Love has to be an upgrade from that. He has to be. I would hope. Like Massive, yeah, He's passive aggressive when they stunk, but bought in last year. What happened this year? They're really good. Is it Was it buy-in or is it the skill? Like, I... That's what I want. And again, maybe the Heat don't need him as much. They just need to <laughs> fix the UD first quarter minutes, which I'd hope he can do. But yeah, to get him for nothing feel, feels worth the flyer, I would say. I don't know how much impact it'll have, but I don't how much impact do any buyout guys have. So we will see. I, I didn't know they retired his jersey. Is that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They announced Good it move? like as he was being bought out. Yeah, it was like, like no. right away. Yeah, AJ said he just wasn't good this year. Maybe he finds that. Like we've seen guys have resurgences in Miami. I just wondered. I said it before the year. I was like, his salary spot. Like it's just thirty-one million. They just buy out and they can't really, like they don't get the cap space. So I wondered would they trade it? But I'm sure they tried. You just weren't going to get anything with him playing that way this year. This team's bad. I don't like yeah, looking he, at it. It's not yet. Let's see the standings. We we'll have the stand. Oh, I, why this you want the standings? Pot. Yeah, all over again. That's the second thing I wanted to mention for people, for anybody that didn't catch it Friday. Tweaking the schedule this Thursday. This Thursday. This Thursday, we'll be doing a live watch along for the Thursday night seven thirty Eastern game, Memphis and Philly again. Which yep. is tough, but. <laughs> We'll manage. So there will not be a Thursday early show. There will not be a Friday show. This is our, our tweak to the schedule going forward. The people wanted more uh, live watches. We said, let's do it 
every goddamn week. So we hope you'll join us this Thursday, 7.30, Memphis and Philly. What's what's really great about the Thursday uh, night being the live watch slot, which I think I'm the only person who's thought this far ahead, the NFL and NBA drafts kick off on Thursday nights, which is tremendous for the Mick man. Uh, Tyler, I think, hates it. Uh, <laughs> Scoop, undecided. <laughs> I hate the draft being on Thursday. Uh, no, I think I think you didn't want to do a whole first round for a, a live stream. No, I see the vision now because honestly, with the first live stream, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go if the game stinks and the game stunk, and I feel like it made it better. So <laughs> my question was like, okay, we're going to be looking at like pick number eight, and it's like, man, we don't have no analysis, but we'll we'll find something oh. if. If that's something that people were interested in. Scoob's got analysis. A acting like I won't be live pulling up their old tweets to see what they've said about <laughs> lunch in their entire life. We just can't. We're getting people uh, pushed down the board. We we just need the, the cut to the Titans draft room or something. They got the stream up and they try to close it out real quick. Um, so may, maybe a little live draft watch action if the people are interested. I can't imagine they would want us to do more. Of these live watches. Be a real shame. I was checking this. Yeah, Miami. I thought they were within the out of the playing range. They're by half a game, they're not, but net rating zero <laughs> on the dot. Terrible. I could see them taking that net spot though. Unless Bridge just wants to keep scoring forty five, which he may. The Nets the Nets have a better roster than they do. I agree. I do agree with that as a whole. But we, at the, I would agree with that. But we say, what do they need? Stars. The Heat do have stars. Yeah. So I think that's what I think that'll get them. And I think the Nets will still make the play in and probably be a tough out. But again, if Bridges keeps scoring forty five, then they they don't need a thing. Mm -hmm. Say so the the Knicks. I think I like better than both those teams. Yeah, I think the Knicks will. I can't say comfortable. But I do think they will be out of the play in mix. Like it feels like there are seven, yeah, seven teams that are above five hundred, and then the rest. So I figured, like Toronto, like they got in on Pirtle at the deadline. They hope to move up, but they're how many games Toronto behind there? Um, they're behind the so the playing. Yeah, four games behind Miami. So there's still a gap between. I feel like there's how many tiers are there in the East? Maybe the way I should ask it. In the top tier, I think it's Boston, Milwaukee. Is that it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I would say there's a second tier, which is like Philly, Cleveland. And then there's and a I, tier below and I that. Think it's a, yeah, then I think it's a break right there. Then I think you get into Knicks, Nets, Heat, break, and then the Swill. Yeah. The... I guess of the teams trying, Hawks, Wizards, Raptors, Bulls. Are the Pacers? Try? I just don't know. No, I don't know no, they exist. I, yeah, they're here. There's no doubt about that. But they're at a. I mean, they can't really get into the bottom four at this point. And from what we've seen with the Pacers, they're like, we're fine making the play. Like we're we're here to compete. We're not really thinking about trying to get better draft odds, whether they should or not. Ben said, are the Bulls DOA? I feel like everybody except for the Bulls management thinks that. Lost six in a row. Like, they're like, we're trying to tank. And they're like, no, nah, we've, 
we're figuring some things out. Let uh, let's see the West. How many tiers are there in the West? There's Denver up top. They've got a five game lead. Are they in a tier by themselves? Uh, I don't know because you got a, a healthy Phoenix has to be up there, right? They're what nine and a half back. I don't hate that. I just need to see it first. And I with Durant, they're talking like he might be out like another month. Oh. Like he might come back like mid March. I think I saw. So when once he gets healthy, I feel like he'll be good. But it's more so for the other guys. I think Phoenix can definitely get there. What does Denver got to do to be in a tier by themselves, man? They've been, they've been dominating. Well, along like the same line of thinking, if Phoenix has to be in that tier fully healthy, shouldn't that apply to the Clippers as well? Because when they're fully healthy, they're pretty good. It's just they've been fully healthy like 17 times. See, that's the thing. Does anyone fear Denver? Nobody's great this year. They 41 and 18. They have a five-game lead on... Like, what do they got to do to be considered a, a, a... I'm not saying, like, historically great, but it's like, yeah, now... Tell me what Coley says about the East. It's wide open. This was like, they have the two-time MVP who's playing better this year in a five-game lead, and it's like, nobody's afraid of them. Maybe they're not. And they're 27-4 and four at home? And they're going to have the home... Se- like, maybe throughout it all. Depending, right. I think it's them, Boston, Milwaukee at the top, and... Nobody's really afraid. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it's just weird. Just like they, they're winning seventy percent of their games. It's like it's anybody's conference, man. It's any- <laughs> I think we see this every time. It's not someone who's traditionally been there. Anytime there's like a changing of the guard, Golden State falling on their face so hard this year. I think gives people the perception it's wide open. And then Denver has been cruising along, and then Phoenix trades for like one of the greatest players of all time. So that recalibrates everyone to being like, oh, yeah, it's Phoenix's now. And that Phoenix team may play, what, 10 regular season games if everything goes well. Um, So it's hard to be like, no, they're they're also with Denver. So, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think people are sleeping on Denver. It is. Yes, Matt said nobody's good on the road, which is just weird to look. The Clippers have the best road record. I, uh, I wonder if it's just because all the road games are back to back to back to back, you know, so they're tired. I think they ain't playing regardless, really. But mm-hmm. it's weird to see it for everybody. And especially like the Warriors have the most drastic split, like 22 and 7 at home, 7 and 22 on the road, which is wild. Um, okay, so what, what are the Western tiers? And we'll get out of here. Is it. Dim, are we putting Phoenix up there? I wouldn't. No, no. Now that I think about it, I was like, I think it, I don't think it's a big gap to be fair to the rest of the teams, but I think as of right now, I think Denver's the one. After that, I think it would be Memphis, Kings. I just feel everybody out there wants to play the Kings in the first round, right or wrong. I feel like if you're a team, you're like, oh no, nah, we could. We'd rather play the Kings than anybody else. But I do, with their body of work, I do think they have to be, and even if at the back end of that tier. Now, they've been in 3C for just about the entire year. Clippers are coming. Phoenix is coming. But they ain't got them yet. So. Yeah, I'd put the Kings up there for now. They've, yeah, got, the second, they've got the second best road record of any of these teams. Yeah, and again, people, eh, wide open. Nobody cares. Uh, I think, yeah, Memphis, Sacramento, Clippers, Phoenix, and some more. Is Dallas in that second tier? I would. Probably say no. No. Personally. Yeah. I think, yeah, tier right there. And then 
Dallas, New Orleans scares me. Like they're not playing well. Scares me. Um, kind of like uh, the Chicago from last year, New Orleans. Yeah. Got got off to the crazy hot start and then came throttling back to earth. And now, yeah, Zion's going to be out even longer than first anticipated. Minnesota, who's playing better. Cats closer to coming back. Golden State, just mid out west, Midwest. And Oklahoma City. Then you get into Utah. Is Utah trying? I don't know. Portland and the Lakers are trying. We'll see how it goes. That makes um, it much sadder. I feel like that might just be the whole third tier. Like every we look like the top five. I think the third tier is just the rest. And then Houston. And then Houston. Uh, Houston and the Spurs are in the tankers tier. The Lakers are the 13th seed, man. LeBron says these next games are the most important of his career. He gonna be out because he got one hand, so he'll be watching them. With, he'll be watching them with us. So. That'll do it for us on this Monday. We're thankful to everybody that tapped in. Thankful to Brother Roby, to YC, to the McMahon School for pushing our buttons. We could get everybody to hit that thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribe to catch us in chat. We'll be doing with AL Central tomorrow. So come with your AL Central takes, and we'll catch everybody tomorrow.